Reporting to you live from the near north side home of Dr. Richard Kimball, a respected vascular surgeon at Chicago Memorial Hospital. Details are sketchy at this hour, but we understand that Dr. Kimball's wife, Helen, was found murdered in the home this evening. And right now, Area 6 detectives are bringing out Dr. Kimball. We assume that they are going to be taking him to a police station, probably Area 6 at Belmont and Western, where they hope that he will be able to shed some light on what happened here this evening. give you any shit about your ponytail either <laughs> this is film sack oh sure Hello and welcome to Film Sack. This is Film Sack, mine of the very depths for 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 film entertainment for all mankind. This is episode five sixty five. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Brian. He's the guy in the freaky chicken suit sample suit. Free, sorry, free chicken sample suit done away. Wait, 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 wait. Are we doing U.S. Marshals first? Or are we doing the fugitive first? I think I'm on the wrong tab. <laughs> Hold on. It's hey, episode. Brian, hey, I just need to make sure. Hey, y'all. It's episode 564. And here's Brian. He don't care. Dunaway. Oh, hi. I hope I'm reading the right intro. <laughs> I didn't kill my wife. Oh, sorry about that. I'm a little sensitive about the subject ever since they sentenced me to death for one possible drunken spouse murder that involved a single gunshot wound to the gut and maybe a decorative ball, marble ball love tap to the head. It didn't even knock her out. Because, yeah. I have nothing else on my record other than being an upstanding citizen and respected doctor of this state, included but not limited to my work with the generic-sounding Children's Research Aid Foundation and a Chicago St. Patrick's Day Leprechaun's parade amount of character witnesses who think there is no way I did it. But sure, lethal injection sounds about right. <laughs> if it could happen to me, it could happen to any of you white boys. Be afraid, law-abiding middle-aged white guys. There could be a one-armed man out there looking to frame you, too. No, too scary. Anywho, I've been hiding out in various locations like every gas station, residence, warehouse, farmhouse, hen house, outhouse, and doghouse, running from this psycho marshal who told me he didn't care when I told him about the whole not killing my wife thing. Well, that pissed me off, so I used my real skills, like high-diving off dams, taking public transportation, pilfering clothes, dyeing my hair one shade lighter they'll never suspect, <laughs> shaving, making fake IDs, oh, and my ultimate skill. Being such a boring white guy that I blend into every environment, even when I'm obviously breaking and entering. Meh, it's cool. Unless, of course, I'm sitting across from you on the L train where you're reading the news. No, that is my kryptonite. Hey, Randy, what are you doing? Thinking? Well, think me up a teeny cup of espresso and some of those mini donuts you call Donettes and put them on coconut sprinkles on top, will you? As long as you're thinking, I didn't kill my wife! Wow. <laughs> wow. That went places. That was a lot of intro. That I didn't mean to write that intro. much. That was so much intro. That's I had a right. lot. That's I had right. a lot on my chest. I, conf I confused you into thinking we were doing the sequel first, and, the, and I think you did a pretty good job, uh, <laughs> nonetheless. Uh, also joining us, Randy. He never negotiates, Jordan. Mm -hmm. Aloha, Scott. Brian. Brian. <clears throat> all right, now I need you all to listen up. I'm the leader in this situation, even though we all have the same title of deputy. Okay, probably because I speak the most authoritatively. I appear to be the oldest. 
and I have the most interesting voice to listen to. So, sorry, Cosmo, Cosmo, you're never going to lead this unit because your voice isn't commanding enough. I'm sorry, bud. Now, our target is a tall white man who looks like an older Han Solo. And we all know about him that he must have had the worst defense attorney in the history of doctors. <laughs> I mean, this defense attorney was so bad. What's that, Cosmo? You're thinking? Yeah, well, think me up a half-calf, non-dairy, two-pump, one-shot caramel macchiato, light ice, and a gluten-free, low-sodium, rewarm chocolate cronut with some of those vegan sprinkles. Thanks, sweet cheeks. You get me one of the bargain donuts. I don't bargain. <laughs> well, you definitely don't bargain. <laughs> You yeah, never... bargain donuts. Is that the donut donuts? Like any gamer do it right. I don't know. There's only there's only so much, there's only so much of my intro that I can delete while listening to yours. Right. I know. We <laughs> we probably had a look. We're all friends. We all had similar experiences <laughs> growing up. It's mm-hmm. not unlikely that we would find similar areas we, of attack. We let we let you go first to make it more efficient down the line. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that we can shorten ours. Yeah. That's right. Wait, let me see. Did you mention you mentioned hen house? You mentioned for yeah, cross okay. Okay. that okay. out. Dog house. Do you get that off there? Yeah, All right. Dog house, yeah. Okay. Well speaking of which yeah. and finally we have Brian is nice bed. Plenty space ibit. Uh, and I've got something that goes a little like this. I was at a crime scene with a train and a prison bus. There's no way anyone could have survived is what the sheriff told us. But when my agents found Kimball's chains and prison gear, I told that sheriff thanks and that we'll take charge from here. The director (laughs) called and told me to do everything I can. And I said, listen, I'll search for Richard Kimball all over this here land. (laughs) I've looked everywhere, man. I've looked everywhere, man. You didn't kill her, you declare, man. I say, I don't care, man. He shaved off his facial hair, man. I've looked everywhere. I've checked everywhere. House, farmhouse, hen house, dog house, waffle house, crowded house, hash house, frat house, stark house, full house, doctor house, animal house, monster house, chapter house, blinded house, cat house, white house, cool house, shit house, coffee house, pancake house, mad house, hoarder house, house of mouse. I've looked everywhere. Nice. Wow. Do we have an award for... I know. Best <laughs> intro ever. That goes to That was pretty great, dude. That was pretty great. Thanks. Take We're, good care of it. Yeah, that was an awesome one. Someone bronze that thing up. Nicely done. Uh, if it <laughs> isn't obvious... To, if, oh, go if ahead. This had been, if this had been like 40-year-old virgin, they would have recorded him saying all of that and kept the yeah. best ones, yeah. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. like you could just imagine Tommy Lee Jones standing there saying every kind of house oh, like yeah, all, every all day house. long, like he's, yeah. like he's Bubba Gump. Yeah, And then we'd used it over the credits, right? Like it would have yeah. been, you know... Yeah, it was definitely his uh, Bubba Gump moment. It's a good comparison. Um, and also, Kelly Clarkson House! A roughly uh, same time frame, <laughs> 1993's The Fugitive, if it wasn't obvious. That's what we watched. A bunch yeah, of you yeah. at home have a Mandela effect on this and think you, uh, that we already did it, but we looked. We did not. <laughs> yeah. We checked. For yeah, you. We did and, check. And I have to. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I haven't seen this movie in like over 25 years. You know, like I, I really didn't, I really didn't yeah. remember the twists. I was good and surprised. Right. Yeah. Uh, it's really fun. Like if you haven't seen it in the last 20 years, it's really fun to watch it now and catch like the, the little cameo appearances by various people. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. There's people in this where I went, Oh my gosh. I think that may have been the first time I ever saw Julianne Moore or uh freaking what's her name? Um, yeah. uh, Jane Lynch or whoever. 
Like yeah. the 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 that was a surprise today because I've seen this movie probably a half a dozen times and I don't remember those people. I it. saw this movie a butt ton of times back in the day, but I'm with Randy though. It's probably been at least over 15 years since I've watched yeah. it last, but I've seen a lot of it. Yeah. It's been it's, a bit. Yeah. It's really like I if I had to like complain, it's hard to complain about this movie. It's a real good movie. But if I had to complain, it's like not very rewatchable to me because like you know what I'm saying? All of the excitement of it is is all hinging on the will he get away? Will yeah. he will, he, know, will, he? will, he, mm-hmm. will mm-hmm. he figure out who was the killer and so on? Mm-hmm. And like once you know who like the the real bad guys are, I don't know. It's not it. It probably is kind of flat. I don't know right? who the bad guys are. I don't know. Like they're in <laughs> there, some ways, it's very there's formulaic. There's a mini boss and a big boss, right? There's a mini boss. Yeah, You're right. Still, I still understand the logic behind it. The logic really started falling apart for me this time around. In, mm. Unlike mm. The, the last ones, but I think the, the whole thing really. I think the whole thing is 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 competent in all the ways that a movie like this should be. I think the reason it made so much money, got so many awards, and won Tommy Lee Jones because uh, it scared the shit out of white guys. Well, maybe, but <laughs> I think I think it did all that because it it, it hinges on on I think uh, Tommy Lee Jones's performance almost entirely. Um, I think that everything oh, yeah. everything's fine. So we got good. star power with Harrison Ford, but you know he's just being Harrison Ford, and everybody else is doing just fine. But I think Tommy Lee Jones deserved the Oscar he got uh, yeah. for this. And this is where he really. This is when he started moving into the Tommy Lee Jones era, where he's like in every effing thing from yeah. from comedy yeah. to action to anything, but yeah. only for a few years, and then he's he's you know peace out, right? Like yeah. he's well, not entirely. He did a bunch of other stuff. He just. You know, he was uh, the, the amazing. Um, uh, just yum, can't think yum. of the name. What's wrong with me? The murder one, where the guy with the gun that kills cows says, "Flip the coin." Oh, uh, no country for <laughs> no old country men. for old men. We That's the one. The cows. We he didn't kill the cows. <laughs> he killed the cows. He didn't kill any cows. Oh, cow yeah, yeah, he had the cow killer, but he didn't use it on right. cows. He used it on people. I'm but, trying to remember now. Oh God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he did. I mean, sure. look at it. So if we go back and look at it, here it is, '93. Uh, he did The Fugitive, Heaven and Earth, Blown Away, The Client, Blue Sky, Natural Born Killers, Cobb. In fact, I remember him accepting oh, the award. I forgot about Natural Born Killers. Man, that's a that's yeah, a right? turn for him. That is a film sacker if I've ever heard Batman of Batman Forever yeah. was in 95, Volcano, uh, speaking of which, is, and Hayes died uh, yesterday. Yeah, this is, our, this is yeah. our fifth Tommy Lee Jones sack. Uh, we saw Ooh. him previously in Eyes of Laura Mars, Small Soldiers, and uh, Under Siege. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. We, we, we saw Under Siege, guys. Yeah. I, I've, I've already forgotten every detail of that movie. <laughs> I remember. You don't remember the cake? The popping of the I, cake? I, the uh, yeah, okay. The, I've forgotten all but I the remember. important one. The one important detail of Under Siege. Yeah, never forget the cake. The cake is always there. But this the is cake? like, you know, just prior to his his run on the Men in Blacks and, and the whatnots. I don't feel like he ever really slowed down. He's still making stuff today. He's in something oh. called the... Uh, finest kind which is in post-production something called the burial uh, yeah the oh he never trail. stopped working it he just stopped being the bankable star because you know for a while if you if you were you selling just a movie name on the marquee yeah, yeah and it's right. like boom here's some money you want some money i got some time well and it feels to me it feels to me like once you make space cowboys you can't be the leading man in something ever again, right? <laughs> I like, think once you make Man of the House, you never can return. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about Man of the House. 
he okay. Where he where he where he comes back as a marshal, right? Is that what he's? The I story think this is what you do, though. Some, oh no, really? House, Never house seen man, yeah. man of the house. I don't, oh, yeah, I don't know did. that he was ever meant to be much of a, of a leading man, but he's always been a really great addition to whatever the frick you're doing. He's also in the MCU. He's in the first Avenger, Captain mm-hmm. America. First, and Avenger. I've just yeah. been notified that if we continue watching Jason Bourne movies, we're going to see Tommy Lee Jones. <laughs> oh, really? I guess okay. he's. I guess okay. he's in our future too. He's okay. in the. He's the CIA director in the twenty in the last one, the twenty six. Yeah. So I feel like cool. we've been watching a lot of Man on the Run movies lately. This has been a hot action summer yes. Man on the Run. We yeah. should put a slash in but there. It's you know, Kimball does it better with the whole like, oh, facial hair. I'll change my facial yeah. hair yeah. arrangement. And yeah. I'll I'll dye my then, hair one shade lighter. And then look <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, and, then, and then look a cop in the eye and say, Wow, sounds like you're looking for someone who looks like me. Every time I look in the mirror, boss. <laughs> and then he does his nervous laugh. Harrison Ford's got the best nervous laugh. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's Gosh, I, I miss I miss younger Harrison Ford. Do you guys did you guys watch this movie mm. just thinking? Oh yeah. I wish he made more. He, like he did yeah. make a lot yeah. of movies, but so many more could have could have come out of him. You know, he was kind of picky about it. Yeah, I think he just Which wanted to fly and live in his ranch in Wyoming and not worry that much about stuff. I think he's that kind of yeah. guy. I love it. I love it. I think he I think he just enough. We got enough with we still want him. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's trying great. to see yeah. here if he's got anything going here recent other than the Indiana Jones thing, which is yeah, the big man. But yeah, that's kind of made me start thinking about and he- this this past oh, weekend, six, days, days, six and days, days and seven nights. Seven nights. Yeah. I yeah. was thinking about Harrison Ford and thinking about that movie. I was like, oh. <laughs> what, the truth like, is, what's... he's been busy. He's got once again. I don't think he's been not taking jobs. Look at this. He's got something almost every year forever. Yeah, but not like heavy duty, heavy lifting work like an Air Force One. You just know that he was like on the on set, on location, busting balls, hard work. Yeah, I feel like some of these other things are like, yeah, I come in and do a little bit, like. Well, he's 79 or what the hell is he? Born in 42. Yeah. He's pretty old. I don't know. I, I I guess what I'm saying is I don't look at this list and go, oh, he really slowed down. He's oh no, plenty of movies. Like if you don't oh, even and, count the Spider-Man just, stuff. Or Spider-Man, I just want to take Wars. a moment since every episode of Film Sack is kind of in a time capsule. I just want to just want to make it clear. We're recording this within a day of Anne Hesch dying. Yeah. Uh, Anne Hesch uh, basically killed herself by uh you know running a car into a, a stranger's house and then she was like we've spent the last few days hearing updates about how she yeah. was on life report in a hospital and they were gonna have to you know pull the plug because there wasn't any coming back from her condition and then she's she's now dead and like i found myself like i i don't know why but i've just seen like a lot of 53. people like, yeah 53 years old and i've seen a lot of people tweet and like post on reddit stuff like who is this? I've never heard of this person. Oh, yeah, yeah. And mm-hmm. that's that's fascinating to me because like when we when we do film sack, we we often ask that question, right? But we're we're talking about people who legit haven't had anything for 30 years or something. And yeah. like in this case, I really felt like Anne Hesh was more, you know, like recent and recently popular. Yeah, but what do we know her from? Yeah. A volcano and can you name a fourth movie she was in no i Bonnie can't Brasco? sure but what kid knows okay. what what gen z to millennial knows about any of that I, like that yeah, i feel exactly. like yeah i feel like she i feel like she missed her opportunity to 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 grow bigger but i don't know why and i can't mm. say why but we'll, we'll have we're still putting all this stuff together we're still trying to yeah. compartmentalize still working what out. just happened yeah so we'll see how it, yeah. how it looks and 
shortly. Yeah. Just, yeah. It's just, it's just weird how like we, we happen to be watching the fugitive, you know, the day after she died and it makes you, it makes you immediately go to, Oh, I could, I could also string in, uh, you know, six days, seven nights. That's, yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you Which guys I knew could this. this week. Do you guys know this? <laughs> I didn't know this. So that's crazy. All right. Harrison Ford's <laughs> latest project. It's called 1923. Uh-huh. It is What's the it next. Sorry, say it again. What's ni- it called? 1923. It's a year. 1923. Oh, okay. It's yeah, the yeah. next it's chapter of the Yellowstone <laughs> origin story. Uh, this is follows oh, yeah. a new generation. The first yes, there was a there was a movie. Um, uh, yes, a, a series movie. A series. Whatever. There was a prequel series to Yellowstone called 1870. No, 18, oh, 1883 is what it's called. 1883. Thank yeah, you. and that's still going. That's like a, well, not still going, but it's it's still it has planned seasons, follow up seasons. It wasn't a one off. So the fact that you got Harrison Ford and Her- Helen Mirren <laughs> oh are your gosh. two primaries here. That's and, crazy. I'm stoked and, actually yeah. about yeah. this. Yeah, and, and let's uh, like we need to credit Taylor Sheridan. This guy is like he's really on top of the world right now as a as like a filmmaker, TV series maker. He's getting shit done, and he wrote yeah. some of my favorite things recently. He wrote Sicario. He wrote Hell or High Water. Oh, I love that movie. Oh wow, he's a he's so he's the man. This all this Yellowstone shit is all his. So. I, okay, so you're saying I need to watch 1883 because oh hell yes. Have you have you watched okay. uh, Yellowstone? Yes. You should okay. watch all of it. 1883 in particular. If you like, you know, if you want to go back but, to the real right. Western time, it's amazing. It's so good. But first you should watch Joey Pants in The Fugitive. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Joey Pants wearing 14 coats and three jackets and a sweater. Do you think uh, sometimes a small man wears multiple coats to look bigger? Uh, oh, kind of like the old uh, puffer upper kind of thing. Make yeah, maybe. Right. Bigger. maybe. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. looked like George in that episode where he knocked all the wine over in his giant puffy coat. That's what I remember. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> and he just, every time he walked into a room, I was like, did your mom dress you? Because she thought it would be a little cold today on the way to school. Like, what are you doing, right. dude? Yeah, exactly. It's so we weird. We did see something in this movie I that was. I couldn't decide which jacket to wear, so I wore all of them. <laughs> I wore all of them. Every jacket I, I own, and there's 14 <laughs> ties under this fat one. Yeah, you know, I'm looking at this jacket. I'm looking and thinking it's got to be the most comfortable jacket ever. <laughs> then I realize I'm just in the simulation. Yeah, I, liked, I think this is I liked, breathing. Yeah, go ahead. I liked where this movie was going with the. They had some pretty. This is a pretty much an all star cast because we got you know we got Joey Pants. We got well we got some people that are B list maybe, but anyway, there's a good ensemble cast in here of yeah. gr- of people around. Tommy Lee Jones that you really feel like oh this has to be a series they can't have this many you know characters and not and just end it here with this film I don't know I don't know that I really thought that the first time I saw the movie right like I remember seeing this movie in theaters uh, you know I I was a teenager and I remember coming out of it thinking that was it like that it was a movie about Harrison Ford's character right and I don't remember thinking ooh the U.S. Marshals or something you know what I'm saying like I yeah now obviously you can't you can't not have that context but like I I don't know it's it's weird to me watching it now that I I realize oh wow you know what Tommy Lee Jones gets a lot of freaking screen time yeah not only that though yeah. he, he I think he uses it judiciously I think he's the best thing in the movie yeah. I think he deserved his award that year all those things are true uh, next week we do their next movie and we'll talk about whether or not this was a smart idea to take what seemed to be the thing that worked the most and then move it forward with the lesser star 
and with, you know all like that. Five years in between, I'm like, yeah. what just what happened? Yeah. And a lot of things that happened actually because we kind of took. Uh, there was some. There was there was things that were happening and were coming into the social conscious about, you know, how police were behaving and police behavior between '93 and '98, yeah. and so it went from this uh, rah rah, let's kill him. Oh my God, they were just like any chance they had to stop uh, Kimball in this movie, The Fugitive. Yeah, it was a, take a, take a gunshot, take yeah. a gunshot. Shoot. It was it was never apprehension. It was always right. there. He no, is was, shoot on sight. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Shoot on sight. Like, wow. Yeah. <laughs> we don't care. Don't bring him back alive. No. Yeah. yeah. We don't care. He literally doesn't care. He murdered his. He murdered his wife. Kill him. <laughs> so do you think? Do you think they were aiming for like a franchise here? Like they thought this might go on oh, I in perpetuity. So. I, okay. Yeah, I, I think yeah. so. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, but you wouldn't guess it, you know, we'll talk about this more next week, but you wouldn't guess it from this film as much as you'd guess it from from the sequel. The next one. Yeah. Yeah, that, that yeah from this one, it does feel like a one-off, and it feels like, mm-hmm. I, I, I kind of have it, I don't know why I feel this way, but I feel like I, I got a little bit of a Ghostbusters thing going here, where the yeah. first one is, is almost, yeah, well, I'll, I'll explain, it's almost a, for the kind of movie it is, and even though a lot of it's paint by numbers, it's mm-hmm. kind of a perfect version of that. It's one of those yeah. movies where it's like, yep, we sure. checked every box. It's got all yeah, the things everybody those. likes. Big, yeah, right. We're going to talk uh, about that a lot next week like, with U.S. Marshals. But yeah, it ticked a lot of the same boxes, including ticking me off with well, just basically but that's wholesale my, stealing. But that's my point. Like This movie does yeah. that well, and then the sequel tries to capitalize on that and doesn't do it as well. And I, that's why I'm comparing it to Ghostbusters because Ghostbusters yeah, right. 1 is a sure. freaking all-time classic. 2 is yeah. a steaming piece of poo-poo-poo-poo. Okay, yeah. wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I, I, So for me, I I realized that I looked at the director, Andrew Davis, of The Fugitive, the director of The Fugitive. I looked at him before watching it, like right before watching it. I'm like, you looked at him? Who yep. is this guy? Nude. What, do you do? Nude. what are you doing, so, man? So I tampered, I tampered with my own feelings, but Ah. I couldn't help. I couldn't help watching this movie and thinking about how he had uh, previously directed a couple of Steven Seagal movies, and um, this was back when Steven Seagal movies were like legitimate or they were <laughs> right, valid. Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Under yeah. Siege and, was the one before he grew that. Yeah. Before he grew that goatee and ate a couple of. Uh, Goatees? I don't know. What he ate. Yeah, he ate a couple. <laughs> he, ate a, he had a herd of goats. Goats. Yeah. Um, but you, do you know what I'm saying? Like Steven Seagal movies bef- before this point are these one and done things, but they feel really connected. You know, right. like Above the not, law. His yeah. name. Yeah. His his character's name changes from movie to movie. His his backstory. His situation. But it just feels like they're a series. And yeah, right. and so. Like I had that whole feeling watching this the whole time. I'm like, okay, for starters, you know, this is before all of the police procedural procedurals on TV have yeah. ruined every trope in this movie. Every trope in this movie has been <laughs> beaten to death in the last Thanks, the fugitive. Years. Yeah. Yeah. We should but watch. You got to give this, you got to give this credit for coming before all of that. Right. Yeah. I right. want to, the one I want to see in his lineup, which came before all of this is a movie called the package in 1989. Tommy Lee Jones is in that, but also stars Gene Hackman. Was uh, it about Tommy Lee Jones package? Is that what yeah, I, who knows <laughs> a whole bunch of actors actually that are in, that are in uh, uh fugitive weirdly. And they're, they were in this as well. So he must be one of those directors that pulls well, people and, around with them. And the package mm-hmm. is a fugitive type movie. Yeah. yeah. looks like he's on it the is. run again. Uh, or Gene Hackman's yeah. on the run. Dennis Franz is in it, which by yeah, the way, John heard tiny, wow. tiny little detour. Dennis Franz hasn't made anything 
since. Whoops, it skipped. Where it's it funny to think at well, the once time, he showed his butt on NYPD Blue, that was the end of his career. <laughs> the last thing he was in was a was a uh, Dix, the Dixie Chicks video, uh, my uh, goodbye Earl in two thousand. Oh really? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Twenty two years, nothing else. That's it. He's out. That wow. that surprises me because for a while there it was Dennis Franz wall to wall man that's all he wanted yeah. to have you need a but you he need was, a grizzled but he was cop. always playing the same guy right I mean Die Hard two he's like eh, I'm the I'm the police officer at this here airport <laughs> uh, in Chicago hey eh? and you're gonna be uh... <laughs> yeah I mean you're not wrong it kind of was his thing but get uh, me an Italian beef sandwich <laughs> yeah. He was. Uh, we still haven't done Die Hard too, but he's in that. Like he's all over the place. Oh, then, yeah. oh that's too bad. We yeah. got to do that. Yeah. yeah why because next we week done? we're watching The Fugitive on a Plane. Yeah, so Fugitive we on, a plane. on a Plane. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, uh, this movie, this movie, The Package, uh, third build star is Joanna Cassidy, who and I have hasn't crossed my mind in so long. Well, yeah. Uh, like, like, wow, what, what is that? What's that about? I guess, I guess she was really something in the late '80s. And you're like, oh, I forgot. To- yeah, she was a Blade Runner. She was snake, yeah. Uh, yeah. snake charmer lady. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Oh, just- yeah. I, I I didn't that didn't click with me until you just said it. But that is yeah. Totally I kind of want to sack the package, guys. I like let's sack the package. Yeah, let's sack the sack package. package. You heard Randy. Let's yep. sack it's the, the package. It's yep. got the it's got the roles reversed here. Uh, not reversed exactly, but Gene Hackman is chasing down Tommy Lee Jones, who's the fugitive in the, oh, in the oh, package. Got it. And it's like I want to see that Tommy. You- and I'll tell you why. And the fugitive is the best example I've I've ever seen of this. Mm. Tommy Lee Jones is a physical freaking actor. Yeah. That guy mm-hmm. will go for it. He does a lot he's of his own dog. stunts. Yeah. And at his age in this movie, like he's probably only 40, but he looks 60. <laughs> he's a bulldog. Okay, I just I just looked it up. He's 46 in this movie. 46, yeah. Yes. This, this guy is so physical. I just couldn't believe. Like there were shots of him and Harrison Ford fighting, and Harrison yeah. Ford's stunt double is terrible looking from behind and you see tommy lee jones throwing down you see his yeah. face it's <laughs> like he's like he's for like two middle-aged real... guys they mm. they they put some physicality in this film it's kind yeah. of surprising that's the reason why i feel like it's a it's a middle-aged middle-aged white guy dream movie it's like yeah i could be happily married in life and then something tragic happens and then i could become a superhero i could mm. go on the run and mm. solve my own mysteries mm, so not. Something I found here, just looking at his movies. This is the director again, uh, Andrew Davis. Mm-hmm. All his movies feel like they have someone on the run. Under Siege is a guy on a ship on the run. Above the Law is a cop on the run. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah The package. Yeah, yeah I like your about. script idea, but what if we made him on the run? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Collateral, even collateral damage has kind of got that aspect, kind of a, an element to it in the in the military. But it's not till holes. Yeah. In 2003, holes. where he kind of says, holes, yeah. yeah, I'm going to do something different. Let's do holes. What if we had Shia LaBeouf on the run from the holes? Yeah, on the run. Oh, I he love that idea. Innocent. What if he's, I'm what not, if he can't, what if he's innocent, but the holes don't care? What I'm about not certain <laughs> that I'm not certain that Andrew Davis gets to pick his jobs and have that kind of control, guys. I think right. he's, he's a director not. that some, some producer hired to direct holes. He hasn't <laughs> right. done, he he hasn't do, done anything since, Something yeah. since it hasn't done anything since 06, which was the Guardian, and it looks like two things in post production, but I don't, I don't know if those are ever happening. Who knows? Oh, it says, yeah. wait a minute. Oh, Andrew Davis is making a movie called Set in World War One France, romantic thriller based on Gene Wilder's book. A Gene Wilder oh. book? What? Nice. What? Maybe it could be a different Gene Wilder. You yeah. know, it's 
Yeah, you do, you know it's not. Yeah, okay. Hold All on, right. I'm looking it up. No, it is. It's that Gene Wilder. It's, it's that comedian. Gene Wilder. Yep. Really? Yeah. Never <laughs> Didn't know he was an author. My French. Yeah. Good day. Good day, f- sir. My French muse. It's called. And he wrote a book. Oh, yeah. But also, it's it looks all like about it's in Gilda Radner. It's in uh, production hell. Nobody's doing anything with it right now. So mm. there you have it. I just mm. want to say we could sack hole someday, but I don't care if we do or don't. That's a fun movie. I like yeah, that movie. I like yeah, holes. There's nothing wrong with it. We just give it because it's got the LaBeouf in it. That's well, the only LaBeouf before anybody that. really yeah. had a problem with the LaBeouf, though. Did it have any other kids that like went on to do things that we care about now? Like, you know, like, uh, let's see. Uh, yes, there was someone. Um, Tim Blake Nelson, Sigourney Weaver, John Voight. These aren't kids. They were all known Connie's. Those aren't kids. Um, I don't see any names I recognize. No. Miguel, Miguel Castro, Castro. Don't know him. <laughs> Cleo <laughs> Thomas. Don't know him. I think it's all it's all the Sheila yeah. LaBeouf. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one. Kids in holes uh, stayed in holes. Kids yeah. in holes. Kids, kids in holes stayed in holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the cast I'll, of uh, Hook. It's like there's one I'll guy you, or something. Right. And the rest of them are. I tell you who I thought was in a million more movies. I feel like Tom Wood was like in everything. Oh my gosh, I wrote this down. I'm so glad you brought this up. So Tom but, Wood plays the younger <laughs> kind of guy. I kept calling him kid. He's the one that's ponytail. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, Newman. Pon- yep. Ponytail guy. He's. um. Yeah, we'll talk about him next week too. But anyway, yeah. I yeah. also thought this, and I think maybe it's because he looks like uh, Judge Reinhold, Judge Reinhold's brother or something. He totally yeah. does. Yeah, and we see but him. In fairness, he yeah. has been in three films that we've seen on Film Sack. So maybe it's just because I've seen him so many times on Film Sack, and was like, oh, he must be in a ton of movies or just there, a lot of Film Sack. There movies. are a couple like almost people in this film, like that uh, that other agent that's part of uh, Tommy Lee Jones' team. You're talking Kinda about looks like Anthony Edwards. <laughs> You're talking about Lost and oh. Daniel Roebuck, where he uh, where he blew his blew himself up in Lost. Is that what you're talking about? Wait, that's talking not that guy. Is it? Uh, Daniel Roebuck? Yeah, Daniel I mean, Roebuck. I I couldn't take my eyes off that guy. There's something oh, about yeah. Daniel Roebuck. Yes. He's just there's some, I don't know what it is. He's, he's right. he blew himself up in Lost. There's two yeah. Lost people because the uh, black woman on his team was uh, oh, Rose. Oh, well, that's the wife. Yeah, yeah Rose. Oh, uh, that's uh, Rose. Cancer, yeah. Uh, yeah, Scott Caldwell. L. Scott Caldwell. Yeah, played his. By the way, Daniel Roebuck will take any any job if you have an acting job in the <laughs> oh, Los Angeles area. He's always fun <laughs> to watch, though. He's <laughs> look always at all of this stuff. My God, like just in in yeah. twenty like un, in production and completed and post production is almost a full page. Oh my I'm lord! I'm getting a I'm getting a cramp scrolling down through his credits here. <laughs> he's got he's got stuff in the works all the way up through twenty twenty four. That's what? amazing. Yeah, yeah. This when did guy, he play Eric in Dungeons and Dragons? What? He's killing it, man. Look at him. The new Dungeons and Dragons movie? No, the the cartoon series. He was Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He was he had, a, he had a one oh. a one-shot role oh. in an episode. Yeah. Was it fan-made though? It's oh, it was the record finale. maybe he was maybe he did some he did the voice work for Eric. Uh, okay, that so makes he's sense. A nerd. Was say, he wasn't Eric in the original. Yeah, but he's a nerd is the point. Oh, yeah. he's oh, he was in a lot of Man in the High Castle like uh 10 episodes of that wow yeah, i remember him nash bridges uh if yeah. you need somebody who's weird this is your guy to go to he's kind of like <laughs> yeah yeah he's eager he's eager though yeah. look at how eager this dude is we saw him in final destination i guess i don't remember his role but we saw him in oh and he played jay leno in that uh uh night sh- or late late shift he was uh, david letterman did- versus jay leno um 
made for TV yeah. show. He was agent. Movie. He was agent Weenie in Final Destination. By the way, if you Ween agent, agent Ween. I'm sorry, agent Ween. 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 Final Weenie. Destination. See the one who figures out that all these kids are dying because they missed their final Pissed destination. The, yeah, there you go. Probably so. <laughs> Uh, have we? Has anyone seen Late Shift? I always meant to see that. Was it stupid? No. Oh, um, I, I think I did. Is that the one with? Uh, I'm trying to look up to who was. Uh, he plays Letter Jet Leno. Letterman in that one. Yeah. yeah. I can't tell from the photo. I'm looking at it, but I don't know who right. it is. That was, he can do. Oh yeah, he definitely did that. He's good at that. I've seen him do that impression of Leno. Oh, Does he do well. stand up too, or is it just? I don't I'm know. confused. Boy, that would talk know. about doing everything. He was, I'll show you, I'll put in our discord a still, but I encourage our listeners to, to go and look this up as well. He was in a movie called grumpy cats. Worst Christmas ever in Holy 2014. Sh- wow. Starring grumpy cat. <laughs> Great. 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 Oh yeah. my God. He's played himself 46 times, by the way. Played wow. himself 46 played himself? times. Really? Yeah. Unlike different shows and documentaries and that it's kind like- of stuff. It's like TV's Tim Stack on My Name is Earl. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, all he has to do, if anybody's like, hey, d- did you ever work with this actor who just recently died? Oh, yeah, like I did eight movies with him. Have you yeah, looked yeah. at my IMDb? <laughs> wow, this is... <laughs> scroll on IMDb. There's some, that's a weird cast for that movie. Russell Peters is in that. He's actually an actor. Yeah. He does stuff. Which one? He's actually an actor. The, this cat the thing. Late Shift? No, oh, the, the cat thing. <laughs> I can't believe that exists. I don't know why I'm surprised. I shouldn't be anymore, but that's weird to me. Yeah. So, uh, oh, this guy that we're talking about, he played Newman or Noah. Uh, he was uh, called Tom. Tom Wood or he, uh, uh, Tom Biggs. Wood was Newman. So Daniel yeah, Roma played the, the. That's the uh, tall guy, Biggs. Yeah. Yeah, Biggs. Okay. Yeah. All right. Is that it? Got it. Yeah, he's okay. the one with the mustache. That was like, yeah, uh, yeah. And look like yeah. The Anthony Edwards. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I was going to say, Rant, Dun, or Ibit already said it best. Yeah, this is like his older brother or younger brother. It's like, he looks like he's related. You know what it looks like? Yeah. Anthony Edwards and one of the, um, oh, what's his name? The, ah, married to Madonna for a while. Bre- uh, Sean Penn. Sean Penn. He looks like Sean Penn <laughs> and Anthony Edwards <laughs> got together, and had a baby. Sean Penn down to married to Madonna. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I love that Ibit knew exactly who I meant as soon as I said it. I think that's great. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I want to clarify again. Are we talking about Tom Wood looks like those two people or Daniel Roebuck? Daniel Roebuck. Yeah, we only mentioned Tom Wood in passing. Daniel Roebuck, we've landed around his face and started wiggling. Yeah. Yeah. Tom Tom, Tom Wood, though, might have the IMDb photo of the week. It's pretty good. He's trying to not look like the baby face he used to be. Yeah, yeah. And that, by the way, is the guy who's not working anymore. He's not doing shit. He hasn't done anything. Well, that's because he uh, died in two times, kid. No, he didn't. He <laughs> I you to feel bad for a second. <laughs> what? Oh, no. He's alive. So, yeah. He's in he the- has four kids. He has four kids. Come on, give him a break. He, give Go him ahead. a break. I'm not saying he needs to do anything. I'm just surprised because I think he had star yeah. power in a weird yeah. way. And yeah, uh, he did. Let's see. Last he thing he did was a, 2000. He creates an instant empathy or sympathy, right? You instantly feel like, oh, please don't get hurt. I, I love yeah. you too much. Oh, yeah. you'll like this a bit. The last thing he did was Meatloaf to Helen Back, the TV movie. <laughs> Why not? Yeah. yeah. Why not? Was that good? Do you ever see that? Oh God, no! I've never seen that. I, I, yeah, I wrote uh, Meatloaf off uh, uh, shortly <laughs> after Fight Club when I see it. Oh, that's probably the best thing he's ever going to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's got your W. Earl Brown in there as Meatloaf. I like him. He's in Deadwood. Mm. He's oh, in... so it's not even Meatloaf playing Meatloaf. No, it's that's like right. a it's like a biopic type thing why oh, would really? you have meatloaf playing meatloaf that's too much <laughs> oh i didn't realize it was a biopic that's that's really fun tv <laughs> yeah. movie 
Yeah, yeah. It's too much loaf. Jeez. Tom Woods, like, I'm out after this piece of shit. I'm not doing this anymore. Yeah. He, uh, he, he's at the center of my favorite trope in this movie. It's oh, yeah? called the bait and switch. Oh, the bait oh, and switch. Yeah. Um, it's a trope. Bait and switch. Right. It comes up three times. Yeah. Three times in this movie, we get the bait and switch. And the, the first major one is when uh, Kimball gets away from the damn thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, he and, jumps off the dam. Then, that was cool. And then he, he gets <laughs> a damn thing. Yeah. He's hitchhiking. <laughs> he's hitchhiking and he gets picked up in a car. And then we immediately get to the U.S. Marshal's office and they're talking about, yeah, we got we got him. He's shacked up with some babe. And, yeah. and you're yeah, like, right. my kid was stomping his feet. Like, yeah. how could they know that? How yeah. could they yeah. know that? And I'm like, right. just would you just watch the movie, please? Just like, <laughs> it's going to explain to you what it's doing. Yeah. But the, it was such a harsh bait and switch. Like, they close in on what you think is Kimball and know it's the mm-hmm. other prisoner, turns mm-hmm. out. Such and, bullshit. Go ahead. Yeah. 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 yeah because... Mm-hmm. Because like the the whole movie just derails itself, right? Like and this yeah. and this Tom Wood Newman character uh, gets a, a gunshot right next to his ear, and so then yeah. we find ourselves outside. We're sitting, there, and I'm like, this is a really good sequence that d- does nothing for the movie. It's like such a it was it was emotional, right? And it gives it gives Tommy Lee was, Jones the chance to deliver yeah. some of the best lines of the movie where he it leans was, in real close. Mm-hmm. But it's like it has nothing to do with the story. It was all about uh, fooling the audience into having that reaction of, oh, no, he's going to get caught. But it made me mad because I'm like, wait, let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. Two guys escape from a prison bus. OK, one guy says, hey. I'm heading this way. You head the other way. Cool, cool. The guy that went and just straight to his girlfriend's house, that's all he did. He just went straight to his girlfriend's house, yeah. committed no more crimes, just hung out with his girl, had been in prison, you know, did a little thing. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. And then got shot dead. I was like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Come on. And yeah. meanwhile, Kimball. Well, Kimble. it's supposed to make it's supposed to make Tommy Lee Jones character a stone cold killer, right? Yeah. Like you're supposed to is. you're supposed to really get that impression. I don't negotiate. Yeah. But, not negotiate. But, I keep saying negotiate. Also, it was a. I do not what it's I something do a bargain. 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 I do not bargain, bargain. with the devil. Bargain. Bargain. Uh, and and let me just touch on the other two bait and switches in this movie. Um, one no, is one is when uh, Kimball's on the street in Chicago, and a a car near him is a police car, and it it startles him, and you think, oh, they're about to catch him, but actually, the police is going after someone else, and then later. He's having a bad dream and he wakes up and the police are closing in on him. Yes. And it turns out, mm-hmm. no, they're not. They've come to to get the, the son of the landlord. Yeah, this, it's yeah. like it's like this movie kind of, yeah. movie could stop, stop here. Stop doing yeah. this to me. I don't I don't think <laughs> we've, this seen is... a, we've seen a lot of this. Same thing happened in the Bourne movies. It's like yeah. there's a cop at every freaking turn i mean come on man not every freaking turn i run into cops you know occasionally but not as many as these guys do holy oh, yeah. smokes they Everywhere run into a lot of went. cops yeah it was more cops than people seems like the, yeah. the ratio was did off anybody a everybody a cop yeah did anybody else notice that there's also just a lot of people everywhere like oh, yeah, everywhere you go place. in yes. this movie oh, yeah. yeah many people well yeah. i mean you know it adds to the whole you need to hide in plain sight sort of am i am thing. i affected by covid or did this seem unrealistically <laughs> crowded that's yeah. how we used to be randy yeah. it's true i think it's some true. of that used to be that way. used to be 
I thought of Vibbit because there's this scene. So we talked about this on yeah. TMS, but we were talking about how he used a phone as a as a as a decoy to oh, not as be a di- noticed. A distraction technique, yeah. And mm-hmm. he did that with walking into this hospital holding a rag to his head. And if you do yeah. that in a hospital, you're going to be Fist invisible. Guys, you're just invisible because nobody, mm-hmm. ever, no one possibly goes. I'll bet that that's what's his name holding the rag to his head. Right, like, right, right. It, it, it was a f- effective way to do <laughs> it. So. Yeah, his like, hair is a shade know, lighter. Yeah. Didn't be, he, you know. in one of the other hospital scenes, didn't he just grab somebody's chart and start walking? Or he did something yeah, where he yeah. was doing something. Like I said, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to, okay, with 2022 goggles on, looking back at 1993, oh, well, sure. mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like, hello, you're telling me this guy is just walking around, nobody's recognizing him, even though every time you see a TV or newspaper, <laughs> his face is plastered. They yeah. have never wanted to catch somebody as bad as no. they wanted to yeah. catch Richard well, Kimball. Well, the beard, I have the beard never was seen the such thing. a manhunt. Yeah, but the beard was the thing, right? That was supposed to yeah. fool people. Now, whether or not you buy that or not, I don't know. But like the guy telling him to put a zipper up, he didn't. He's too stupid to mm-hmm. notice. They kind of established that. And yeah, I think yeah. they hope we think about that for the rest of the movie is like, yeah, he's impossible <laughs> to tell. <laughs> you know, we don't know who that is. His zipper's down, but other than that, we don't know who that is. To be honest with you, I could literally be like that guy on the L train. I could look at the front of the paper, see a person's image, and then look up the person across from me, and it could be that person, and I still wouldn't recognize them. I'm right, just not right. good and facial recognitions from photos to real life. Well, yeah, I, just, I can't yeah, do it. Yeah, because apparently you live in a world where there are 500 people in every office. Right. Like he goes he goes <laughs> yeah. into the basement of the or- orthopedic center and there's like four janitors all working in the same room. I just, yeah. I don't know. There was something about this movie where it's like, there's so many people. Like it's just, it's too many people. It can't, yeah. this yeah. can't be uh, acceptable. How Maybe, many I, I, again, I think it's just, a, it's, it's too, whether or not it's realistic, maybe we just notice it different now but i think it's just to suggest that this is kind of a claustrophobic escape movie like yeah everybody's okay. supposed I'll to be you, i'll give you that i definitely felt like you know like he he goes to a jail to try to talk to a prisoner to see if that's the guy sure and like i definitely felt like as he's going in gosh why why are there four guards at this door checking in visitors and like what and then he gets in there and there's like every little station is completely crowded and so and i'm just like yeah i guess yeah you're supposed to get the feeling you're supposed to be scared on his behalf yeah right yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. That's, that's a lot of audience manipulation in this one yeah and there's Absolutely. a lot of there's a man chasing me with a gun waving it trying to shoot a lady and then all the cops go and swarm him and then there's like 15 of those and then 300 people between them and it, and then mystically somehow that those front windows are totally bulletproof oh, i don't know bulletproof why and yeah yeah, yeah. Shoot, his damage, foot. shoot his foot yeah shoot his foot it was right there you're supposed to be some hot shot. You can shoot your your partner's uh, captor right in the head. You can't shoot his foot. Shoot his foot. Right. Shoot his foot. Yeah, that's what I say. Shoot his damn and, foot. And Harrison Ford is dream casting for this role because he has to play. He has to play the everyman, right? He has to be able to put on a green hat and walk in a parade and be and disappear. And and that yeah. like that kind of works. He's kind of perfect for it. Yeah. yeah, it's um, it's it's good that way. Uh, there, okay, I feel like every time we see a Harrison Ford movie, one of these stories happens. I remember with Temple of Doom, it was like, oh yeah, his uh, third vertebrae was broken the whole time. Oh right, right. Yeah. You know, or, <laughs> oh, in the first he had movie, to land he had, a plane on a golf course. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or he had he had diarrhea in the first one, and he had to shoot yeah. that guy and all this stuff. So this is one about him again. It says Harrison Ford. Oh, you know what? Maybe it needs some scrutiny. Hold on. Where's my scrutiny? Scrutiny. Scrutiny. Uh, Harrison Ford damaged some ligaments in his leg during the filming of scenes in the woods. 
He refused to take surgery, belongs in a museum, dad, until the end of the film so that his character would keep the limp. The limp can be he seen did. in subsequent scenes where Richard Kimball yeah. is running. Well, you could have faked the limp, get the surgery, fake the limp. Sure. I, yeah. I, I, I kind of believe that. It just feels like something that Harrison Ford would do based on what little we really know about Harrison yeah, Ford. Right. I think okay. what we yeah. assume. It's I true. think we need to know whether he is a freaking daredevil or he is brittle. It can't be both. He can be yeah, a brittle yeah. daredevil. He sure. can be brittle. I don't yeah. think so. I think I he's think brittle so. and then but also determined. I don't think it makes lucky him lucky brittle. <laughs> it would have to be lucky brittle daredevil. Yeah. I just don't <laughs> right. This lucky is my brittle. favorite new superhero right it here. Is, <laughs> yeah. And his and his only kryptonite is guys with newspapers on the L train and one arm men. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Right. So he can do anything except, except beat up a those. guy yeah. with one left arm. That's right. Yeah. He can Come dodge, on. dodge multiple bullets, uh, limp through the rest of the movie without getting the doctor involved. He's right. you know, he's a, right. he's a man's he's a two-arm man. man doctor with his wife. Hey, he still can't beat up a one-armed man. Come on. <laughs> I know. Come on. That kind of annoyed I, me. I did spend the whole movie waiting to find out that the one-armed man was, was like a giant, like some kind of yeah. really imposing Freak. person. And then it turns yeah. out to be this like kind of like, you know, He's, below normal looking normal guy. You know what I mean? Like, he looks like somebody you would, he looks like somebody you'd kill off in the second season of the Sopranos to me. That's who that yeah. guy looks like. Yeah, that's and and Andreas Katsulis or whatever his name. Sykes is his character's name, but he's uh yeah, well, he's he's actually when you see him, he's kind of uh, you know, it's like, well, maybe he's, he's tall. He's a, he's a tall guy. Yeah, you know, tall, but Harrison Italian, Ford also kind of intimidating, I guess. Yeah. And, and once of again, course, yeah. Of course, the whole thing is predicated on the idea that Harrison Ford's character comes home drunk and completely yeah. unexpected. So he, so this, so this guy, <laughs> and he's gets, already spent his man energy. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, this, this guy, <laughs> this guy gets the drop on him, and that explains it. But of course, the court doesn't believe him. No one ever, sure. ever in the world believes that this guy could have been got got the drop on him, and that no one saw the actual bad guy. Right, like. You're right. you're rich. Mm-hmm. You live in a wealthy neighborhood. You you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's it's the perfect setup, except if you look at it. Yeah, if, if you, you look yeah. at if it, you start at to all. break it down. You're like, oh, yeah, if you look yeah, at it. I think 1993. Brian would have said, oh, that could totally happen, man. <laughs> yeah. That could yeah. totally happen. When I was watching it this time, I was like, I have watched way too much crime TV Television, and series yeah. Yeah. To, yeah. to even think that this white dude was an upstanding citizen <laughs> up until he shot, according to what the, they believe, he shot his wife one time in the gut. And it's like, lethal injection, your brutal murder <laughs> shall not go un, unjudged. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. They hauled oh, ass right, through the court down. stuff. They really went through that quick. They like glossed, they waved their hands over it so quickly because they knew that there was... Bullshit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that if it was going to be easy enough for Tommy Lee Jones to figure it out, then yeah. any even partially uh, capable defense team would be able to say, well, we looked, we found a one-armed man who called him from his, his car phone, and uh, we pretty yeah. much think yeah. it's this guy right here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think we all learned that you don't loan your rich uh, doctor friends your car. No. Jeez, man. No. Yeah. Oh, I want to talk about him in a one-armed man to get you. One thing I wanted to mention, though, Roy Huggins is uh, one of the producers. Ooh. Roy Huggins. Hugging. Roy Huggins. Um, yeah. He says that Gerard's line in response to Richard Kimball's claim of innocence, I didn't kill my wife, was originally written as, this isn't my problem. But at yeah. the request of Tommy Lee Jones, it was changed to, I don't care, which uh, made me think. Way old, better. It's that way old better. trope way of better. the best line in the film is uh, improvised. Right. And it <laughs> reminded better. me, like those guys, 
are no, you know, this is a this is a funny thing because Harrison Ford, famous for doing that in Empire Strikes Back, before he gets frozen, yeah, right. He yeah, says right. improvs the line "I know" instead of "I love you back" or whatever that thing was, right. And who knows better than the actual actor who spent I love all this time with the character dialogue? I absolutely I love, love it. I think it's great. I think they should do that more. They sure, should keep it in. It. Some directors are a holes about it, but I think that's yeah. that's good stuff. I yeah. can understand it. Different directors, different styles. It's like ah, yeah, cut. Yep. Uh, third highest yeah, grossing film of '93. Just as a little side note, so, uh, made a lot of money. Did well. It Jura- was the third highest. Jurassic Park was first in '93. Oh, okay, I was about to say who was it up against because I thought this movie did gangbusters. So yeah, JP, yeah. that's tough to beat. That's- it did. Um, I'm trying to see it's what really, else that year was. Big, it's really but. hard to put yourself in the in the time frame. Like I lived it, and I still I'm like. This movie is really like a single episode of a TV show nowadays. You know, like the longest episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, ever. sure, sure, sure. Okay, all right. It's two episodes. It's it's a it's, <laughs> it's a two parter. It's, it's, it's a finale. Last, two parter. It's a last week on CSI. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. but I mean, it's really. You know what I'm saying? Like nowadays, there was nothing in this movie that really yeah. stands out as as being worthy of the number three box office movie of the year. You know. Let me and let yeah. me regale you with the, the top i was gonna uh, ask you what's number two yeah you said jurassic park was number one this was number three i'll give you the top 10 number one was jurassic okay. park as you said mrs doubtfire number two. Oh, that makes sense great uh, comedy the fugitive then the firm sleepless in seattle wow. and decent proposal here in the line of fire the pelican brief schindler's list cliffhanger free willy philadelphia and groundhog day so wow yeah. okay yeah, that's good you know 93 is a pretty damn good year yeah, yeah pretty damn good year. dave uh demolition man came out that year wesley snipes having a moment oh yeah. wesley snipes is really kick, kicking it right oh now. rising sun bet on black remember that we yeah. did the rising sun he was in that too uh yeah. with, uh, that uh, was that was 93 93 yep Oh uh, wow! Tombstone was ninety three. Sister Act two. Oh shit! Sorry, we hit. We right, hit. There's the, where the list crumbles. Yeah, That's we, where we it stops. We hit bottom. Hey, everybody. you forget the Sister Act was pretty popular. That was yeah. a pretty hot commodity at well, the time. There's a lot of shitty things that are popular. Popular does not equal good. Yeah, equal money learned, though, and that's what's important. Yeah. If we've learned yeah. anything on this show, oh, that well, is true. Okay. I guess, I guess, right? It's a math problem, right? Popular equal problem. money. Money equal right. good. Therefore, popular equal good. Yeah, oh. there you go. Yeah. It's a bad math. I don't like it. It's a math, bad, bad. Uh, it's bad right. Hollywood math. Yeah, I don't bad like it. Theorem. I don't like it. So, hey, you guys knew, you oh. knew that uh, Tommy Lee Jones and Al Gore were uh, college roommates, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they they uh, shared a room in Harvard for uh, oh, for a, a year or so. I didn't know. Is that I, why Al Gore has to be so quiet? Is because Tommy Lee Jones is so loud? <laughs> Maybe. I'll put uh, Tommy Lee Jones in a lockbox. This is my yeah. worst uh, impersonation ever. Well, somehow he's really bad. He's he never would let me talk, so I had to talk like this. Yeah, in a lock. I'm trying to do the right. really. I'm trying to do the Daryl Hammond uh, allegory. No, there you go. I'm trying Tommy, to. M- Tommy Lee Jones is from a little town in Texas called San Saba. Yeah, and yeah. I went to college in Kingsville, Texas, and the the guy in the dormitory across in the dorm room across the hall from oh. mine was from San Saba, mm. and he told people that he was from Tommy Lee Jones hometown. Yeah. Like that was, that was a that ta- was, a bragging point. I'm sure. Yeah. 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 And, and so like, everybody I, say, I don't care. I, <laughs> I, I wish we had, that's a great comeback. I just a care. reminder, old, Sorry. just a reminder, old white guys, your heads keep growing. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
No, yep. your ears and your nose keep growing. Yeah, and like, your head too. Look and at your this ear thing. hair. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he's got a big old noggin for guys. sure. Um, but they, but yeah. look at him, like just from a. Oh my gosh, their heads are huge. Look at that. Yeah, <laughs> especially Tommy Lee Jones. It looks disproportionate, yeah. like uh, like he's uh, a free I giveaway like at, at it, baseball. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it works for him because, like I said, he he barks like a bulldog. He is a bulldog. He's just they're both making a face that says to me. Don't talk about the meth. Don't talk about the. Don't meth. talk about it. No. <laughs> don't talk about the, all the meth we did. And can, can I let him live? Yeah. Can I let him leave here? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if much. I can. Yeah. And one of them has the power of a former vice presidency. The other has the power of just kick your ass. Oh, there they are smiling. Okay, that's better. That's a good smile. That's better smiling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say Al Gore has aged less harshly than uh, than Tommy, uh, Lee. Tommy Lee. And yeah, I like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I think Krusty Tommy Lee is maybe my favorite. Tommy Lee, but oh, yeah. for sure, yeah, love him all dirty. I just, and grindy. I just can't believe we haven't sacked Space Cowboys. I was certain We've that we sacked. It. it was Space on our Wars. list. It's on our list, but we never. Yeah. I think it got pulled or some some stupid. It thing. is. It is such the, a perfect movie for me. It I has all the elements of a perfect movie for me. I like actually legitimately like, like that I, movie. I don't know if I'm supposed to like that movie, but I like it. Am I supposed to? Or am yes, I supposed to hate it? Yes, okay. you are. Thank you. I like right. Space Cowboy. Does uh? Does I've never seen it. James Garner, freaking uh, t- t- oh, Donald Sutherland is the old tree. <laughs> <laughs> I have that list right here in front of me every yeah. day. I know yeah, what exactly. that is. It's on my, my giant space po- uh, space cowboys poster <laughs> on the wall, but I've never seen the film. I saw you guys. He was in Ad Astra for a hot minute. It was kind of a small role, but he played Brad Pitt's dad. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah right. Very important part of that movie. Yeah, but it's, briefly, briefly shown. It's a yeah. very important part with hardly any acting. Which I don't know. Maybe yeah. that's what you do when you're seventy something. So before chill. we before we leave the cast list altogether, we have really not talked about the women in this movie who are all fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Julianne Moore comes out of nowhere, <laughs> in, in like to to just like she just owns her her little scenes. Yeah. Um, Cela Ward as as Helen Kimball, like. She, you know, oh, you're only gonna get we didn't her get to at, see much of her. At the yeah. Very no, beginning of the movie, always great. like her. Yeah, she, and, she did and, good dying. Yeah, and okay. then I, yeah, I well, am, no, she didn't, Brian. Yeah, you're right. You're right. She, she had one job is to say one armed man killed yeah, me, exactly. and yet she does. My Richard. husband Richard my. killed me. Right. <laughs> yeah, Richard killed me. It's like, oh shit! <laughs> exactly. The Maybe killer is it's dot, 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 Richard, <laughs> it my would, husband. I wish she wouldn't have said anything. Like, yeah, just don't talk helped. or whatever. By the way, I spent right. some time in her hometown. She's from Meridian, Mississippi, lovely little oh, small cool. town in Mississippi. Yeah, it's nice. Oh. Nice people. Uh, and then Jane yeah. Lynch. Jane, Jane Lynch, Lynch just yeah. like, yeah. What you know? She's uh, it's a bit role. I'm sure there wasn't a lot of competition for it, but she's from Illinois. Mm. And I, you know, maybe like she was just it was, it was getting started in her career. Easily the first thing. I wearing saw a bunch in. of pins on her on her uh, lab coat that you know one of them says hate is not a family value. Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> was she was she making a statement or was that her character making some kind of statement? I don't know. Could be both. Why not yeah, both? Bo- Why not both? Yeah, favorite. My favorite uh, gif. Hey, uh, Glee connection. She obviously on Glee. Mm. And then the dude we were talking about before with the mustache looks like Anthony Edwards. He was also on Glee for a couple oh, episodes. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. 
I don't know why I care about that at all because I don't. I hate yeah, that show. It matters. Let's start doing Glee Connection on this show. Glee Connections. <laughs> oh, heavens no. We'll all die if we do no, that. No, yeah, uh, no. Some, some, someone here would have to watch it. Some casting scrutiny. Scrutiny. Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. was considered to play Dr. Kimball. No, I don't know. They always no, say that. Definitely not. Uh, Kevin that Costner was considered. Now, now, I want you to stop and imagine this, because I did. Stop and imagine this movie as a Schwarzenegger movie from the time period. Like, reimagine the entire script becoming having a lot of comic relief. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I think it could have worked. I think, oh, I think it, could have worked. it doesn't I even mean, need comic yeah. relief. It still could have worked, I think. It would have been okay. Yeah, I, I, mean, still, it, I still prefer, I prefer a more down-to-earth sort of... I don't want a guy going, I am the best surgeon, thoracic surgeon of all time. Yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't want that. Sorry. No, I say it wouldn't have worked. And I say that's, that's, you know, he's, he was considered in like that light way. Well, all right, let's, let's run down a list of potential actors that are the, the age for this film. Uh, yeah, yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Real, <laughs> really considered him. And real quick, I just put it in discord. The guy who played the bad guy here, we haven't talked about oh, him yeah, yet. Nichols, uh, Dr. yeah. Nichols. He's in everything it feels like back then. And yeah. he was always a bad guy. Yeah. He is. Aging like a fine wine. I think that guy looks yeah. great. I want to look you like that. Pronou- you haven't said his name. What do you think is, how do you pronounce that name? Jerome Crabble. Crabby. Crabby? <laughs> Crabby. Crabby? I don't, I don't know. know. I just, <laughs> he's got an accent on the last E. Crabby. Crabby. I mean, he was in. We Sir, done, please try the Crabby. He's in, we've seen him in The Punisher, uh, which was the, yeah, the, pun- the, the one with Dolph Lundgren. We saw him yeah. in. Oh, we didn't do Living Daylights, did we? We haven't done not that yet. Not yet. Not yet. Good, that's a good Bond film for us to do with uh, Dalton. Yeah, yeah. But he's and a, then, and, he's and a aha. Yeah, got, I think I think that Brian Dunaway at the very beginning was talking about how the real controversy at the heart of the script is hard to make sense of, and this character, this guy, this doctor, is really the problem for for yeah. me. Like. He faces down the U.S. Marshals very, very much like he's, um, you know, like he believes that Kimball is innocent and yeah, that he's, he's his friend, friend. Yeah. and all that. And it's like there's something about it. It's just not – it doesn't fit the character for me somehow. Right. Yeah. And, I don't and know. I, why I just think he, of, he's why just always he a bad guy. do whatever he could to turn Kimball in so that he gets away scot-free? Yeah, good yeah. point. I I'll, mean he wants – he wants like to – Sykes to kill him or something. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense because okay, sure he's dead, he can't talk, but he was already in prison, he can't all, talk. It's yeah. yeah. fine. All, yeah. Yeah. All, yeah, all Dr. Nichols needs is for these US Marshals to do their job successfully. Yeah. Right. Like it, him sitting there and and like debating with them and being coy and and smooth. And like it's just not I it's don't not have that, to help you. Yeah, so then <laughs> So then in the end, when it's revealed that he's the, really the mastermind behind everything that led to this murder, you're just like, but no. And then he, then yeah. he turns into like super villain because then he's able to like, he's, he has like, yeah. this massive fight with Harrison Ford that goes you a, know yeah. up and down an entire building and he never relents. He even goes as far as trying to kill the marshals yeah. like they're the only ones who know the truth now and if he could just kill them and i was like what 
He's like a get out of my face movie. Mm. He's a medical doctor. <laughs> he's a medical doctor who participates in research and apparently a really amazing fighter on a rooftop. Yeah. <laughs> well, yes. All the uh, Chicago uh, surgeons are really good <laughs> yeah, fighters. Trained. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, they uh, they got all that tennis. You know, that'll get you there. <laughs> that'll get you there. You can, he falls through a skylight into an elevator yeah. and just gets up and runs out. I'm like, if I fell down two steps instead of one, yeah, yeah. I would yeah. be I would be sitting there with my sprained ankle and broken toe. Like, right, okay, exactly. I'm done. Yeah. My, my biggest okay. my biggest problem with the I guy guess. is I just I just only knew him prior to this from other evil roles, and so the minute he comes on, I'm like, yeah, he'll be the one. He'll be he's he'll be got to be the bad yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah, he apparently in 1999 in a TV miniseries called Jesus, he played Jesus. Satan Man. Satan Man. Satan Man. Oh, Man. what's his powers? What is he? What's his Satan Man? <laughs> Turned into. Satan and he's laughing. <laughs> laughing is in playing the fiddle. That's his two. Ability to get dangerous medicines approved in, <laughs> into the hands of customers. Excelsior. Yeah, guard your livers. As I get as I get older, and this is fine. There's nothing wrong with this. This is not a ding towards this movie, but lots of movies are like, uh, here's a dream vehicle for our target audience to put themselves in the place of like let's say these superhero movies we, anyone can imagine themselves being a superhero yeah you want you this want to be the movie good guy seems to really thing. be targeted at middle-aged white guys <laughs> and their superpowers mm-hmm. and there's nothing wrong with that that was just the target and i just never recognized it when i was younger but now i'm like wow they were really and there's nothing wrong with it. like i said the 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 content creators the director here he was probably at that same age right they they were just trying to put themselves into an extreme situation and they wrote what they knew. But as I get older, I'm like, wow, that's ridiculous. There's no way any of these doctors could be fighting like that. Well, There's this, it's, it's not it's just this that, ridiculous. though. I, we got to remember, too, from an origin standpoint, this is a show or sorry, this is a movie based on a television show, which was also fairly successful yeah. when it ran. And okay. uh, so for an entire generation of people, what they were excited about was this translation of their old favorite TV yeah. show turned into a movie. And we didn't bring that up yet. Good yeah, point. We haven't yeah, even talked right. about it. And so I think. You know, because not really our generation. I remember seeing a couple of those, like uh-huh. in reruns or right. whatever. But uh, you know, pretty successfully translated, and I think that was a big that was a big success was a big in that regard. Yeah, because yeah. that doesn't happen very often. You know, name yeah. name your good TV to movie. The uh, Avengers. Things. It totally happens. changed. It turned into like <laughs> Captain America and. <laughs> Oh, well, they the they even had there's a whole yeah. other they they made a movie for the Avengers the old you know six right. spy Avengers did. it was okay right. it was M appeal okay. Avengers yeah it was pretty bad um I thought it was okay no, it was I all liked right. it. okay I'm gonna do we a contest this, like you're not talking about sequels like Firefly or no no no, no. not like that like that makes sense yeah. to me because you're just continuing it on but it's wild, the ones wild, where they just re- Wild Wild West the Fugitive uh, the Avengers those were all kind of movies from that period that kind of made a, yeah. a move to the theater we even seen the green yeah, but Hornets, wild wild west not is as sh- successful wild wild west is a is shit though right yeah. you see what well, I'm saying? a lot of them are right they, they like, mostly uh, are that's why i'm saying this like, one stands let's take out. a let's take a really good example of something horrible i don't know oh uh, how about the beverly hillbillies <laughs> <laughs> i like that movie but i know i shouldn't i know i should yeah, yeah. Nobody should. Nobody I'll just should. Say it right now. Brian's yeah. right. He's not like I don't know if anyone's noticed this. When that movie comes up, I always <laughs> kind of back it a little bit. But I'm yeah. I, I'll admit, I don't know why I shouldn't like it. I don't know why I do. The uh yeah. the first Adams family was was good. Oh yeah, We've I'll give it that. that here yeah. On yeah. Sack. yeah, that's a good one. What else yeah. you got? Uh but Scott made nothing's it ever excellent. made 
nothing's ever made like an Oscar because this was nominated for an Oscar in '94. Right. Multiple uh, Oscars, best picture, best multiple um, Oscars. But uh, yeah, I guess a best picture was the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. No other TV and, show has a uh, uh, movie uh, TV show based we, movie has. We, we we think none of the Mission Impossible's have been. Well, that's no, they're good. Nominated that's nominated for best picture. Not, not nominated for best picture right. for sure. Yeah, no way that. Okay, happened. Brian's favorite movie though you say uh, that like we're maybe we're not right about that i promise you right here on now i swear on all that is holy mission impossible has never gotten a best picture nomination are you talking to me no we're talking to randy randy oh. says oh okay, i was about to say oh i was just saying it was a good movie because no, he's going like okay and i'm like no there is, it is right. never been. So. scott did make a good point about the tv series the fugitive and this was the the you know the the the, the, the homage to it and you're but in that film or tv series excuse me there was a long time to develop the dr kimball character so of course being on the run long enough he could develop certain skills and stuff and since it was only like a you know a weekly series it made more sense here they tried to compress that into two hours which really felt way too long uh but <laughs> yeah maybe that's some of my problems with it mm-hmm. uh, trying to put that kind of growth into such a small film. Well, let's do a little contest here. Uh, Yeah. Okay. So I found additional names that were supposedly considered for the role. Oh, sure. Oh, Uh, tell me if you would have taken any of these. You got to say Sylvester Stallone. I mean, he was, he's in here. He's definitely on the list. Um, Don't lie. He's a surgeon. Move on. Yeah. I don't (laughs) buy it either. I agree with you. I got a liver here. It appears perforated. perforated Here. Here are your considered names. Kevin Costner was up for it. I could see it. Oh, sure. I could see Kevin Costner. Yep. Uh, Alec Baldwin could probably see it at that yeah, time. Yeah, actually, yeah. Yeah. Might actually, work. Alec Baldwin would be a really good one, I think. Mm-hmm. Been Andy right Garcia. Eh, I um, no, I'd, I'd buy that, too. Like, I'm trying to think of who could pull off both being believable as a surgeon, but also believable as having the, you know, the outsmarts of... Uh, that needed to be Kimball running from. The, I think they the should commercial. have just moved Joey pants right over into the role. And I think he would have been <laughs> right. Yeah. I do yeah. love him. Oh, oh, I got a, I got a, yeah. I got a TV show made into movies that, uh, got Oscar nominations. Oh, okay. Well, uh, right, let's hear it. Star Trek. Oh, ah, there you yeah. go. Was well, that the list, but not it, best picture, not best picture uh, though. Sure. But uh, it's like, that's you what were, I'm saying, we, Randy. That's my. That's my. <laughs> that's what I'm going for here. There, there, yeah, picture. you'll get lots of effect stuff, but I wonder if that's actually. Do we have any examples of any of these that have ever gotten a best picture? I don't. I mean, a TV to movie. I mean, because I'm trying to think. There's got to be something, right? Like, no, I mean, uh, the only according to the trivia I found, and it, it was trivia as of 2016, but I looked it up to see if anything more recent has, but no. No other TV show turned movie, not like a TV show that was sequel. Right, the sequels movie. Although I don't know if any of those, uh, Downton Abbey or something, you know, I don't remember any of those getting nominations either. Right, um, but ever was nominated for best picture. That's interesting. It's, so it still holds that. I don't it know. That's, a, that's yeah. impressive. I guess in a it weird definitely way. goes the other way. There are definitely movies that were made into tv series later and those tv oh, sure. series got like lots Super of emmy successful. nominations yeah oh, yeah, yeah, yeah that's Absolutely. true that's true fargo is a great example of that and you know, mash. mash mash oh yeah, yeah mash is like maybe the ultimate <laughs> Jeez, no kidding mash at the time especially like i could see mash happening now and being super serious and you know yeah. being like a modern day drama or whatever but for what mash was when it was uh-huh. that's still kind of a hell of a thing that they pulled off there i think juggernaut yeah yeah 
Any, um, anyone notice uh, the fugitive used like real news people to do their news? Her Holt. Yeah. With, yeah. Also yeah. with a cheesy mustache. Yeah. 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 I like that though. Didn't that, uh, to me that added to the, I usually hate that about movies. The, 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 it's usually computer tech sucks. And this one kind of had some of that zoom and enhance bullshit with sounds on everything. Um, but also usually the news people are always fake and they just sound fake. Whereas yeah. these people sound like real news people reading news stories. Yeah. I like yeah. it. Yeah, I bought it. Yeah, I'll put it that yeah. Way. Apparently, like that. apparently, Lester Holt at the time was uh, a, a little bit famous in Chicago as a yeah. as a local journalist, and uh, he was just like doing. He would do anything. I'm like Lester Holt. He, like <laughs> go try out for I'm a role Lester in a Holt movie. I do anything. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. it was just it was just strange. Like this, you know, we're looking back almost thirty years, and there's this guy that's on the nightly news most evenings in our lives. Yeah, is this him here? Hold on. Surgeon at Chicago Memorial Hospital. No, different dude. That's it. Yeah, yeah that's different dude. Right. You'd recognize Lester Holt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't remember who the intro dude was, but he sounded like a legit um, uh, news guy, and that adds to the. I mean, I kind of hate how news people talk, but I can tell when you're faking it. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. like it's yeah. kind of a double-edged sword. The whole thing. Uh, by the way, more names. Mel Gibson. No, yes, maybe. Uh, uh, for this, nah, I couldn't see that. He's too snarky. We at the time, though. Humble. At the time, at the time maybe. he could be the marshal. No, I'd believe him more as Kimball than I would as the marshal. Yeah, I think I agree. Okay. Plus, he'd have a weird big beard. He could shave and all. What that. was he? What was he doing in '93? Was that uh, like? What if he played Cosmo three or something around? Oh, Payback, geez. maybe. Maybe. Ooh. Oh, we gotta watch that, dude. Yeah, we do. Um, hold on. Mill get Gubson. I love I love how Braveheart I, wasn't for a couple of years. I keep naming three. William Devane movies and Scott wants to watch them. I, I would watch William Devane movies all day. Uh, he man, was in oh, man The Man Without, without a, face. a Face. Yeah, remember that? Right. And then Maverick the year that. after that. What happened to his face? Braveheart. I seen you. What happened to his face? Burned and he got accused of <laughs> molesting a child. Oh, so he still stuff. has a face. Oh, thank God. Oh, oh pay, <laughs> Payback was another. Okay. The year before Maverick. Yeah, Payback was six years later. That, we got to watch that. Lethal Weapon 3 was oh, yeah. the year before. Okay. I love Payback. Payback's great. Yeah. Look, yeah. Mel Gibson's one of those guys that I can tell he's a giant dick in real life, but I love his movies. <laughs> I love them all. <laughs> yeah. Just love them. I know he's a chode. Okay. I get it. Yeah. I'm like, be nice but, to the Jewish people, you dumbass. And, exactly. I, you know, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying anything less. I'm just saying his movies are great. That's all I'm saying. Braveheart. Amazing. Still good. Amazing. Holds up. They will never take our freedom. All right. <laughs> I uh, of all of the there there's a lot of men listed as we're also considered. So like I just want to help Scott get to the end of this list cuz like <laughs> okay. it's ridiculous. Um but like I think some of them are actually are, they, they would they would have surprised you. You know? Like like Kevin Costner. I think Kevin Costner could have pulled this he off. He could have done it, sure. Yeah. Dennis yeah. Quaid's on here. He could have done it yeah. probably. Oh. Not Randy okay. Quaid, Dennis Quaid. Guys. No, Dennis, yeah. <laughs> Definitely not Randy Not his brother. Definitely yeah. Dennis Quaid could have done this. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. Um, you know, they have uh, they have Al Pacino on this list. I'm like, eh. No. I mean, this was the 93 was a year time. before uh, Heat, and he was looking pretty good in Heat, but he's pretty old for the role. Yeah. It's pretty old. <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty old. <laughs> he's older old. than Harrison Ford, so I don't think that would work as well. They're doing you a need- sequel. We talked about that. They're doing a Heat sequel. I'm so excited. I can barely handle it because it's everybody. It's all those actors coming back. Well, except I don't think uh, Val Kilmer is going to do his role. <laughs> I could be wrong, but uh, still directed by Michael Mann, written by him. Like all, I, I'm beyond out of my mind stoked for this, even though I probably shouldn't be. Yeah. But 
a heat sequel? Heat oh. two. Sure, yeah. Some thirty kind years of later. Warm. <laughs> it's kind of yeah. warm in here. <laughs> but if you're gonna do that, that might be the last time you get all those guys together again. Which yeah. is I said that with um the Irishman though, and I was I, I might be wrong. Oh, right. Yeah. So we'll see what happens there. Uh what else? Uh I wrote oh, a couple other quick things. Um let's do a Batman connection. Harrison Ford worked with two Harvey Dents in this. Uh, oh. One famously Tommy Lee Tommy Jones, Lee. of course. Tommy, yeah. yeah. And then the other, or not in this, sorry. He worked with that Harvey Dent here, and uh-huh. he worked in Star Wars with... Uh, uh, okay. What's his name, who played Harvey Dent in the in the Tim Burton stuff? Uh, I was looking for two Harvey Dents in this film. Okay, so I can't give his name. Right. Oh, Lando. Is a, Lando. Yeah, uh, 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 Billy D. Williams. Colt, Colt 45 or whatever the hell. <laughs> Uh, I also wrote down here that he, let's see, his hair colored left too soon. So not only was it only a shade different, Aww. it was back to normal like three scenes later. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> it, was re- it was really weird. There was a sequence of shots of Kimball where his hair was just changing color from one scene to the next. It was yeah. just changing color. Yeah. Yeah. They like, I, I guess the director said he was trying to use natural lighting as much as possible. And like, that's fine, but they had to, you know, they had to adjust for terror and sure. they just didn't as much as they should have no i think if it had gone blonde or something that would have been dumb but also where to work would it have been effective maybe? i don't, I don't know kind of go okay <laughs> he's all blonde looking like uh like whatever um uh ryan uh gosling's got going on right now with the white the <laughs> white hair yeah. have you seen this oh, I don't know okay. what's happening there i think it's his ken hair for that ken movie or not ken oh movie. you're oh, right that is that is the yeah. reason why it looks like that you're right yep. yeah yeah I, yeah. Why am I curious? I thought about you were. That? Yeah. Should I not be curious about a Barbie movie? I thought you were going to go oh, blonde. Curious. Hair. Yeah. You should yeah. be curious, but not anticipating it. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not so eager you're saying, to see it. Because you're saying you're Barbie curious. I, I like am because it's what's her <laughs> name. I really like what's her name. Can't think of her name all of a sudden, but I like her. Margot uh, Robbie. Harley Quinn. What's her name? Uh, Mar- oh, Margot Robbie. Margot Robbie. She's she's Barbie. <laughs> she plays Barbie. He plays Ken. It sounds all right. Yeah. I don't know. It doesn't sound all right. I mean, it doesn't. It doesn't. There's nothing all right about this. <laughs> There's nothing all right There's about nothing. this. nothing. They're good actors. So what I'm saying is if it's the if it's the right kind of parody, maybe it works. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Oh, it's going to be parody? Oh, okay. Yeah. I ain't, speaking, hell yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Speaking of. Speaking of good actors that are kind of like uh, barely barely known here, um, Scott Caldwell. <laughs> Scott Caldwell is a woman, uh, a, a black woman. Uh, she oh, is. Yeah. Oh, fantastic the, yeah. in this movie and is given nothing to do nothing yeah. to do she just stands around she's in a lot of the scenes of the different marshals standing she, around well, she's she a, hands she's over a, the leg irons which is one of my favorite scenes you got some leg irons here with no legs in them yeah 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 right she's good she was the one who was in lost uh as rose yeah yeah, yeah. She's, yeah. A she's great she gets a chance to shine there. yeah she really does she was my friend she didn't come back for the next one right she didn't come back for marshals i think they no, she did. No, no. I that was her. No, they replaced her. They replaced nope, her. They replaced her. Character, right? Did they? Did they we say did. it's the same character? Same character. No, it was a different yeah. actress. It was a different character. Oh, a different too. character too. Are you sure? Think, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh, no, I'm sure a different I'm actress, but I'm not sure, sure about a different character. This is gonna bug yeah. me. Can we? We'll we'll watch the movie and find out uh, next week on Film <laughs> Next week on Film <laughs> so, um, Randy's keeping Scott, that illusion I, alive. Yes, go ahead. I'm, I'm i just i'm amused when a woman goes by the name scott i think that's just there's something about that well, just like l scott l scott right sure scott but, that, yeah okay sure but it's just it's just i don't know there's something about it are you saying that f scott fitzgerald also went by the name scott f scott yes. fitzgerald 
Yes, right, that's that what guy. I'm saying. <laughs> um, no, I think no what one, Randy is saying, I don't no bargain. One, is no one includes saying. the first initial L in their first name, not like because it makes you sound yeah. it makes you sound like a a, a Mexican restaurant. And, a unless, yeah, usually, usually, <laughs> dif- differentiate yourself from another All person. Right, I who, guess I do yeah. that right because yeah, you hear it, and you think "el" as opposed to just per- "l." Period. All right. Okay. So, exactly. Latanya Richardson Jackson plays Cooper in the second movie, and you're right; that's not the same oh, character. It she is, is pool. Yeah, it yeah. is weird that they just don't address she it at all. They don't somewhat say the same uh, role in the agency, but is a different character. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, if you're going to do that. I felt I don't know. It feels like tokenism. It's weird. I mean, everybody came back. It is no. It's for, uh, it's absolutely tokenism, Scott. Yeah. And and mm-hmm. th- like like that's a we've seen Scott Caldwell in one previous movie that was the net. <laughs> and going to kill it. You're going to kill it. Totally it. <laughs> the real first name is Laverne. That's is what it really Laverne? Laverne. Laverne Scott. Okay, but she goes by L because Laverne means she has a friend named Shirley, and nobody wants that. Right. Exactly. Shamil Shamazel. Yeah, she doesn't want a can Miss, soda yeah. all day or beer, whatever it was. Anyway. I'm just going by her character name. Anyway, go ahead, character name. Yeah, go character ahead. name. So what was the deal? F. Scott so, who? What? <laughs> I forgot the name so already. Like, L. Scott, sorry. L. Scott L. Scott Caldwell. Cal- Caldwell. F. F. Murray I, Abraham. F. Scott Caldwell. <laughs> Randy, Randy had a point. Yeah, where are you going? Go, keep going. Yes, it is absolutely <laughs> tokenism. We're talking about an actress who won a Tony Award. She is a serious actress <laughs> and it's just yeah. she is just stuck there standing next to all of these dudes you know and lines. i agree i like now her they, a lot she's great yeah the character in the next one gets an even though it's not the same character it's still the same basic role but right. the, it, they plays a much larger role yeah but still pretty small compared to everybody else on the team like oh i mean yeah. as big as joey pants well look I mean, joey if pants you, if you could do things as big as joey pants come on we'll talk about it next good. we'll talk about it next week after we've seen the second movie um right, but we all haven't seen it yet. no because we, we haven't seen it oh, yeah, yet we don't know we don't know any of this stuff right but joey joey pants decides to wear comfortable shirts for once and not 400 layers of coats so that'll be good yeah yeah i'm looking forward to that he gets sexy in the next one i hear this way yeah he does yeah he takes off his joey pants mm-hmm. and, uh, you know all right let's do uh rights. let's do clips. I have one more one more oh, note sure. all right I just what do you one got? more note uh at some point uh dr kimball uh he's been run out of his home or not his you know he's been run out of his hiding place yeah. he needs a place to spend the night so he spends the night in like a super seedy hotel yeah. in in the middle of the city and he comes out of of it and you see him emerge from this hotel on the street and he goes walking and the sign on the hotel says hotel men only. Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> and it just I don't know why it put a biggest smile on my face because you know that's the real deal. That's that they the people making this movie went and were scouting for locations. They saw the sign right. hotel men only yeah. and were just like that's our shot. <laughs> we have to take this shot. Yeah. Are you guys uh, comfortable enough in yourself to uh stay at the Hotel for men only is that? Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. I don't know I mean, if I'm. I don't know if I'm that comfortable. I don't know. It's like, wow, that's really that's a statement. I don't know. I mean, I'm I think sad it's a none weird, of you caught but... this. I'm going to put a screenshot of it in well, our Discord. Hotel you. men only. It's a uh, you right, know it's where that's... Tom Hanks and uh, Peter Scolari moved after Bosom Buddies, right? Because right. they finally so got. Is, uh, is that a, a kind of a continuation of? low cost uh, nightly stays like the YMCA was to, you know, the reason why it was men only is because, you know, Oh yeah. I forgot. That's such a weird old thing. I don't really understand why it existed the way. Yeah. 
That's why you would do. That's why you would do that. You would separate the sexes. Why was the YMCA of the place like? Did they have like rooms and stuff, or how did that? You oh just yeah, sleep yeah. In you the used gym? to stay at YMCA. That was yeah. That was a thing. That there was for a while for you know. So they had rooms and like uh, beds and stuff. Yeah, from my understanding, it's yeah. fun to stay at the YMCA. I don't know. I just know from the song. <laughs> I don't know much about more I beyond hear, that. I hear that. Yes. Yeah. I hear it's they the do say that in the song. You're right. All yeah. right. Let's uh, do some clips now. It's clip time, everyone. Yeah, that's right. You heard me. Clips. And uh, we begin with this one. Uh, this is a clip that I'll play. I'm getting to it. Here it is. <laughs> um, you know, uh, they house. know how to be intense in this thing is what I wrote. So here's a little intensity for you. That intro is like Peter Jackson slow-mo death intro, which they did in both movies. I understand, but I haven't seen the second one yet. So, yeah, we'll get to that next week. The flashbacks and stuff. Yeah, pretty much. I I love the music in this film, and and that's just kind of – there was a thing going on in 1993 um, that I don't feel like is as important it is now. We were going through – we already had a a great visual uh, understanding of presenting movies, but we were really starting to kind of crank up the audio. We were – yeah, we were hitting a new really era for that, intense. for sure. Yeah. No, no doubt. Er, the era of special effects and audio were, this is your year where things started to really yeah. get cranked up. Um, I had some problems with the soundtrack. I'll play those later, but you'll, you'll hear why. Anyway, here's, um, oh, I remember when someone, oh, I remember back then somebody saying, hey, you know what makes this movie unique is some of the cops are real cops in this. They're oh, not, nice. They're not yeah, faking yeah. it. And I think this is the guy. Here you go. Have you been getting any uh, threats at work? Co-workers, staff at the hospital, anything like that at all? I think that guy's a real cop. No, he he feels like a real cop. Because he's he's real Chicago is what he is. Not an actor either, I don't think. I'm trying to stay focused because Randy posted that hotel men only, but I can't help but to... Like explore that oh, whole sign area. Sharks, only. sharks, fish, chicken. Okay, yeah. sharks. So that's the, the restaurant next door to Hotel Men Only. God, so that place has to sharks, stink. That whole street smells like yep sharks, fish, chicken. And you're right next to <laughs> and, and, yeah, and, you're, and you're right next to liquor, food, lotto, ice, liquor, beer, yeah, and wine. Liquor, yep. beer, and wine. Yeah, that's the that's the selling point. The liquor, and they, liquor. and they're and they're fond at the bottom says we deliver call. There's no like breakup in that. <laughs> Fantastic. I love old businesses. All right. Uh, yeah. Here's one about Harrison Ford uh, uh, being upset. How dare you? He's very upset. How dare How you? Dare you? you? How dare you? It's pretty good. That, though. that did really come across. Like Harrison yeah. Ford has this thing he does where it sounds like he's out of breath. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like up. he's not, he hasn't been running. He just, he's just having such a hard time getting all the words out. <laughs> yeah. It's like really effective. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. All right. Here's Unlock Me. Oh. Unlock me. Unlock me. Unlock me. Unlock me. Yeah, that sword belongs in a museum, Dad. Unlock me. Okay, great. Uh, Nick Searcy's in this. Kind of real life dickhole, but he was great oh, and justified. Yeah. Uh, looks real young in this, and uh, here he is. One more time, just for the record, uh, these three are dead. Yeah. And uh, this one. He's, he's uh, I really like Welcome. that dude's work. He's a pud yeah. in real life. Just a total pud. Yeah, he's, oh, really? a, he's a terrible human being. But, um, it, this is this is the first the, <laughs> this is the first time in the movie where I I was aghast at how many people were present. A train hit a bus. 
out in the country in Illinois and 3,300 people come to this scene of this wreck. Like yeah. it is yeah. unbelievable to me. And so of course I like, they're like, where, where's uh Nick Cersei? Oh, uh, y'all just follow the camera lights. I'm like, of course there's cameras. Why not? Yeah. There's everybody in the universe is mm-hmm. here. Yeah. We're all here, baby. Get used to it. None of them can find the stupid, uh, the stupid cop who got stabbed. They couldn't even find him anywhere. Oh, like, yeah. All those people around there didn't see that guy. Those, Come are, on. those are my chicks in the bucket. Those and the and the flight Come people. Uh, don't you know it's dangerous to leave a bucket lying around? Those guys, they never, like, you don't recover the the pilot at all? I mean, they, I know they put oh, their yeah. hands we, up. We like got, we got to know them intimately, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pilot. Are you talking about the marshals? Oh, shit. <laughs> you haven't seen that yet. How I haven't you know seen that things? yet. How do I know that? I don't are know you? that. Are you Scott from the future? I don't know that. How do I know that? I don't know that. <laughs> All right. Here's a well shit, Sheriff. Well shit, Sheriff. Yeah, like that. <laughs> sure that is. Great. That's exactly wow. what that was. Yeah. What a good description. That. that is yeah. some great Tommy Lee Jones delivery. Well shit, Sheriff. Which is a ton of this movie. It's just him doing yeah, that. Yeah. It's great. All right. When you know it's on. Listen up, ladies and gentlemen. Our fugitive has been on the run for 90 minutes. Average foot speed over uneven ground, barring injuries, four miles an hour. That gives us a radius of six miles. Doing math with some intense music going. I love going. that. Yeah. He even, even pauses for half a second to do math. He know he knew the answer. He's yeah. seen the script. Yeah, he knows. He's not dumb. Okay, I kind of hate the music in the movie uh, for parts of it. Not really? all of it. Some of it's great. Some of it's super intense and really good. I think this sounds like TV. It sounds like TV. It really, it really, really does. And we'll and we'll talk about the soundtrack a little bit later. But I just, like I'm telling you, it's it's because you've seen so much TV the last 25 years. Well, that, but also it's an 80s TV thing. Like it doesn't sound it like modern television. It doesn't even sound like. Yeah, I agree. It sounded yeah. like uh, I don't know an episode of A Team or something. They're just really weird cho- choice. I don't like it. All right, here's uh, thinking. Oh, this is great. I like. I enjoyed this. I think Dunaway brought this up in his. Uh, his intro, but here's okay. that line. Newman. Yes. What are you doing? I'm thinking. Well, think me up a cup of coffee and a chocolate donut with some of those little sprinkles on top, will you? As long as you're thinking. That's great. I can give a Newman shit. Yeah, uh, poor Newman in a stupid ponytail. Here's your big moment of the hey, movie. Hey, don't let people talk bad about his ponytail. That's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Kind of liked his ponytail. Uh, here's the here's the big moment everyone talks about. I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, he doesn't care. I don't care. <laughs> do you care? I don't care. <laughs> he doesn't care. I right. don't care. I don't care. Uh, do you want to get shot? Richard, do you want to get shot? <laughs> Richard, do you want to get shot? <laughs> so good. Uh, oh, we- God. And then this followed up with the... the uh, they shouldn't They shouldn't have put the next scene in the trailer, because, oh, yeah. uh, which is where he jumps from the dam and the water. Right. Yeah. But obviously it's a dummy because the leg is like above his head. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, eh. I'd probably try to downplay that one. I don't know if I put that in the trailer. Yeah. You're not bit. wrong. They did. Uh, but then Joey Pant shows up and does the longest uh, shit or holy shit you've ever heard. So Ooh. enjoy it. Holy shit. See? It's long. <laughs> really holding that first syllable. Holy yeah. shit. Holy shit. shit. Yeah. How about this one? How come they don't turn off the water? Uh, oh. How come they don't turn off the water? 
I can barely hear him. Like he's just he's such a bulldog. Like yeah. I said, he, everything he says is is bulldogged. And I was like, also, I was like, I was trying to imagine how how oh, can you do that? Can a marshalist come in and demand that they turn off the freaking? What is the water doing? Is it providing power for the local town? Probably. Over one guy once again. This yeah, overreaction. I agree. Too many. Too to many cops for one dude running. Yeah, um, I've got but your man. You, oh, go I, ahead. I just want to. I just want to interrogate that a little bit. Did you? Did you actually? Did this give you pause while watching the movie? Like in the moment, were you like, "Oh, U.S. Marshals can't do that." Oh my yeah, gosh, right. they don't. Right they don't get to, They don't get to just take over an investigation or what? Like, did that actually occur? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Right, right in the middle of it. Yeah, it hit me right in the face like a big floppy fish. Yeah. Yep. Mm, like, like nope. A big old fish right in the face. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Give me the. Give me the fish to ate him. Yeah. yeah. Give me. <laughs> give me that fish. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, here's the part where he's got your man. I got your man. I got your man. You hear me? I got your man. I kept saying it. I got your did man. He, did he have his man? Did you have? Did he have his man? He had his man yeah. for a minute. I can just imagine Newman's ponytail is like tickling him in the nose. It's yeah, not good day yeah, for yeah. my friend. That's yeah. right. And then you let Tommy Lee say that or laugh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, pretty good. Uh, another bit of advice from him. When I die, I want to come back just like you. No, you mean happy and handsome? Yeah, happy and handsome. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, here's the repeat after me where I keep getting the line wrong. And he was alone? Yeah, he was alone. You got a good look. No, this isn't it. Sorry, I'm going to play it again and tell you the real context. <laughs> this is, for some reason, it's the repeat guy, uh, the, the Russian kid who was with his mom who knows Russian and is uh, also yeah. stringing out kids on drugs. Here's what he says. And he was alone? Yeah, he was alone. You got a good look at him. Yeah, I got a real good look. He said this. He repeated everything the cops yeah. said. Yeah. It went longer, too, but I didn't capture it all. <laughs> Uh, here's that real cop acting again. You better be straight with me, kid. You mean to tell me that this is the guy's thing in your mother's basement? That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, that's what he's telling you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Plenty of room. You mean Plenty to tell room. me? I'm going to get this Are straight. Are you trying to tell me the thing you're going to tell me when I'm done asking you what you're telling me? <laughs> Scott, do you, do, you, uh, do you think you always notice when somebody just repeats the line back? Yeah. Like oh, it, yeah. It's kind of like it feels like a, a mistake, a movie mistake. It feels yeah. like yeah. a mistake. It does. I don't try. I don't trust it because who does that? Nobody in real life yeah. does that, especially not this little Russian turd. All right, here's. Um, I do love to get. Let, let me get this straight thing. Oh yeah, that's yeah. yeah I always me, drip that with sarcasm in real life. They, sure. they use it, you know, yeah, earnestly. Here. Yeah, nobody ever says. No, let me get this straight. And no one ever <laughs> says that. They say, "Let me get this straight." You're full of. Well, shit. Let me get this. Hold, hold, hold. Let me get this straight. That's yeah. how you say it. That's how you yeah. say yeah. it. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> wait, a huge wait a minute at the beginning. All right, here's a, a famous people before they're famous. I'm really tired. I'd like to go home now. Okay. How's the boy doing? He saved his life. All right. See you, Julianne Moore. Most we'll, see a lot of, we'll see a lot of you in that Altman movie. Yeah, you're, yeah. we'll see your, you, your, your front bush there. Don't you love this trope? <laughs> don't you love the trope, by the way? <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, it's full. Oh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Is that, fresh? Is that, <laughs> that, that asks more questions than it answers, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Fair point. Sorry, Randy. I'm not, I'm not prepared for the answer. So, yeah, we better yeah. move on. <laughs> Randy, what were you gonna say? Sorry. Don't don't you love the trope of a real a real amazing professional who is not supposed to be where he is, but he gets to save a life or yeah. you know, like the other professionals that were present were doing the wrong thing. And yeah. so your your genius who shouldn't be here steps in and saves somebody or yeah. does it it's like a the the it always uh Reminds me of there's an episode of Firefly where Simon Tam it breaks into a hospital 
and he, you know, he's supposed to be there to do one thing, but he gets sucked into an emergency and he saves right. a, a patient's life. Oh, right. And, yeah. Yep. And, and they're in there. They're in the, the, yeah, the and everyone else. It looks like right? you're doing something terrible, yeah. but in the Risking out of context, you're the best. Yeah. Yeah. That yeah, happened in like, like this a lot, actually. It's, Every, a, it's yeah. a weird trope because it makes the medical professionals who are present seem incompetent, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, yeah. Speaking of Simon Tam, if you ain't... like if you like him, he's in your uh, your um, uh, Yellowstone. He plays the son oh, of yeah. mm-hmm. Kevin Costner and does all the accounting, I think, mm-hmm. or lawyering or something. Um, anyway, here's Jane Lynch. I had doing, a real problem oh. with how hair works in that scene, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> which scene Julianne oh. yeah Julianne Moore was like had been working all day working and had her ponytail pulled back and everything and then like the next scene she's getting off work and her hair is all curled and everything and I'm like come on yeah. Julianne gonna, Moore no way I don't even think you I mean I wouldn't even accuse you of hair splaining I think that that actually is pretty unrealistic mm-hmm. what happened there yeah unless she has I mean do they have a whole they probably have they have showers at hospitals for staff. I went to, you know, the, yeah, and then she went to the beauty shop while she was there, too. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. She went Hair splaining is a thing. Hair splaining. Yeah. Hair splaining. This movie is full of good hair. Every Like, practically every, every character in the movie has good hair. Like I agree. I hair. even think mm-hmm. Tommy Lee Jones mm-hmm. with the slick back business looks cool. It's cool, man. Wait till next week. Yeah. Joey we'll Pants. We'll see. I don't, I don't know. Joey Pants I, never I, were. I, I, did we'll, Joey Pants we'll never have it. a hat on, or did Joey Pants have a hat on the entire freaking movie? I, I think he did. You know, I can't remember now. <laughs> he, I see him so often with hats on, I just assumed he had a hat. I don't know. Even his IMDb is wearing a damn hat. Yeah. Um, he's a he's a funny-looking, funny-sounding dude. He's great. He is. And it's worked for him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it works. I love him. I love him. Unabashedly. And his last name is yeah. Pantleonio's Pants. Pantaleonio. <laughs> Pantaleonio. All right. Uh, let's see here. Where are we? I forgot he was in Sense8. That's funny. All right. Uh, Jane Lynch. Here she is. And not only did they all come from healthy livers, they all came from the same liver. Liver. Say liver again. Liver. liver. Keep saying liver. And that liver was yours. That's we right. stole your liver. That's right. All right. Here's your ponytail business. Don't let them give you any shit about your ponytail either. Yeah. That's a good line. Uh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Here's uh, uh, Newman saying yuck. Yuck. All right, there's that. <laughs> uh, here's Newman again. Newman, Newman. Hello, Jerry. Oh, well, weird. <laughs> oh, wow. Where did that come from? I was curious. Weird. Oh, that was great. Weird how that worked. And weird. Cosmo was another character. I was like, oh, yeah. I'm getting too many time. Yeah, there were Newman. There was a Newman and a Cosmo, and this would have been before Kramer yeah. revealed his name was Cosmo on the on yep, Seinfeld. Just yep. weird to think. I was curious anyway. about that. Yeah. Uh, I know it. I don't know what this is. I know it. Oh, and he said, I didn't kill my wife. I know it. I know it, Richard. I know it. Hmm. I don't care. I know it. Yeah. This movie was fun to make. <laughs> I know it. Baby, I know it. Yeah, shut up, baby. Shut I know it. All right. Well, there's your, uh, there's your clips. Now time for this. Let's get to that famous film sack checklist. Quick fading hair dye. Check. Yeah. Joey Pants should char- uh, change his name to Joey Coates. Check. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. And the artificial hand is weird. Check. It's like this Kermit shape all the time. He's always got it in Kermit uh, mode. And it seems to be frozen there. It's not articulated. So the guy with one arm, his fake arm is like mm-hmm. this curled up Kermit hand. Right. And I don't, I don't know why you do that. It, like it, that. it doesn't look natural. You can't lay it on the table without looking natural or unnatural. I don't know what you do. It's weird. All right. Star Trek connections. Got to be a couple. 
Oh, quite a few, actually. I'll yeah. go through the first uh, real quick here. Yeah. So Pancho Demings uh, is an actor who was, who played the role of young guard in this movie. Oh. Uh, he was in a, an episode of Star Trek Voyager. Daniel Roebuck, who we talked about earlier, was Biggs in this movie, was in two episodes of The Next Generation. Mm-hmm. Andreas Katsoulas, that would be the one-armed man in this movie was in an episode of star Trek, the next generation and was in an episode of enterprise. And now the two on five and now the two big ones, uh, Danny Goldring played a head Illinois state trooper in this movie. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Danny Goldring was in three different star Trek series. He played different characters in deep space nine in Voyager and in enterprise. And then our topping on the cake is Richard real or, or, our f- old favorite, who was the uh, uh, scared guard on the bus. Oh right? yeah, and, that guy. Uh, Richard yeah. Real is has been in so much Star Trek. He was in the Voyager episodes Spirit Folk and Fairhaven as oh. a character named Seamus Driscoll. He was in the Enterprise a- episodes The Augments and Cold Station Twelve as Doctor Jeremy Lucas and absolutely by far the most famously for my uh, reckoning richard real was picard's best friend bataille in the inner light probably the best episode of the entire next generation i get him mixed up with brian brian doyle murray all the time bill murray's older brother for whatever reason yeah they kind of have that same vibe they they? occupy the same space in my head Mm -hmm. so i always think oh wasn't he in that a horror movie where they went on the tour with the Chinese guy pretending to be from New Orleans and then everything went weird and they were on the bus and with his wife and then I'm like nope that was uh, I think that was Brian Doyle Murray but they may as well be the same guy same dude and Richard Reel has a fantastic picture on IMDB like if I if I looked like him I wish I would I would like to know what it feels like to look like him yeah, that is just the, you'd be keeping it, it real just, yeah yeah get it keeping it real that's it real. real, baby. Uh, soundtrack grade. I give this movie an OK B A L T T V for OK, but a little too TV for me. Oh, nice. I, I kept the F E or the FM for the Fermi off there, just to you know save Fermi. you guys some uh, stuff. Uh, well, it makes makes sense though. Um, our our composer is James Newton Howard, right? He had uh, he had a background of scoring TV shows and movies, but mm-hmm. there's some TV shows in his background. And uh, I think you're hearing some of that. Um, yeah, it's like Hunter, or I don't know, just that era of of, of TV show. I just felt like right. I was getting a lot of that in this. Riptide, uh, of course. Jam- yeah. Like you can Somebody hear. Might say Riptide. <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> oh no, I've I've uh, you've awakened I've the beast. Uh, you've evoked. Yeah, you evoked the name. Yep. You can you can hear the future James Newton Howard in this. It's kind of a trip back in time. It's it's really cool to me. Yep. Uh, he was actually nominated for best original score for for this movie and mm. at the Oscars, mm. but um, the, it's really in the future for him that he's going to really hit it with. Uh, you know things like uh, Michael Clayton. The 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 score for Defiance was nominated for the Oscar. Uh, the score for The Village, which again I love that score. It was nominated for the Oscar. It was good music. Yeah, I like that. This might be my favorite thing about The Village. The rest of it was rough. Um, we, uh, all right, we've we've yeah. we've talked about uh, how he uh, you know he was part of the music for The Dark Knight. Uh, you know Hans Zimmer often gets all the credit for Batman Begins in the Dark Knight, but James Newton Howard also was uh, uh, credited and he uh, shared the awards for those things. So oh, the nice. guy, I, I think, I think it was pretty good music. It was just a, a little early in his career. Yeah. It felt. Yeah. 
Fair enough. 93 is earlier than we all think. Uh, whatever that means. All right, moving on. <laughs> Let's do the Twitter post. This is where you guys sum it up in get- 280 characters or less. I think today we start with Randall. The Fugitive, a movie about how there are massive crowds of people everywhere at all times, yet no one managed to witness a one-armed man coming or going from the scene of a crime that took him like half an hour to commit. It's also about hair dye, donuts with sprinkles, and hotel men only. I don't uh, care. Uh, whole, I don't care. Hotel I don't care. men only. Uh, maybe it means only, not only men at the hotel. It means only yes. hotel men. Right? Oh, only yeah, hotel, only hotel yes. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Maybe that's it. Hotel so, industry, yeah. Yeah, yeah oh, you yeah. work there? Oh, I'm, I work for Hilton. I'm in the, I'm the regional uh, sales manager. Oh, sweet. You're you're in. Come on in. Right. And we uh, we only take right guard as payment. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Come on in. Wow. Right guard is currency. Something funny yeah. about that. All right, Brian Dunaway, it's your turn. The Fugitive, like two middle-aged white guys engaged in a game of hide-and-seek that takes place in every gas station residence, men's only house. Anywho, you get the idea. <laughs> Hashtag Chewy, we're home. Is <laughs> <laughs> that a hashtag? Somebody search it. Nice and I'm sure it, it is. probably is by somebody. Uh, finally, Brian Ibbett. The Fugitive. Harrison Ford plays a man who's forced to go on the run when it's discovered that everyone hates his beard. Oh, oh. I actually really liked his beard. That looked good. Did you? Yeah, I kind of did. <laughs> he played with it. it sounds much. offended. Really? Yeah. He did play, play with, with it too it, much. It made and him look guilty in the interrogation, playing with his dad. You're right. Beard. Yeah. And You're when he's right. kissing, when he's kissing Celia, Celia Ward, Celia Ward, it had this, mo- it had this quality of like, oh, get that big bushy freaking thing yeah, out of my face. Right. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right. Uh, alternative titles. Smells like pharmaceuticals. Yeah. The best, the, only the best, the kinds that don't hurt your liver. Uh, alternative title just handed to me. This was almost called Hand Solo. Do you oh. get it? Oh, just got the one hand. See, hand oh, yeah. Solo. Yeah. Yeah. You know that. Hand Solo. Or yep, yep. Indiana Lee Jones and the Temple of Doom. Interesting. Oh. Interesting. <laughs> A twist right there in the middle. Uh, mm. He's Doctor Jones. Well, no doctor. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> let's Dr. get to Jones. these emails. These emails come to us at filmsackagemail.com, and we got two of them this week. Two couple short ones here. Uh, this first one is from Darren Demand Steves. So he's demand. He is demand. Hello, gents. Longtime fan. Love you guys. There's a technicality. Or sorry, there is technically oh. a Star Trek connection, however oh. uh, tenuous. Uh, Star Trek Five. Why does God need a starship? They wanted Connery to play Spock's brother. He refused, but they called Vulcan Heaven Shakari, which was a reference to Sean Connery. Keep up the good work. Now I'd like to throw a little scrutiny at that. Please do. How is Shakari yeah. 100% a Sean Connery? Uh, I, I understand it kind of sounds like sure it. Sure sounds like it, yeah. right. But this feels reverse engineered to me a little bit. I don't know why. Maybe I'm wrong. But there's our connection. We were trying to figure out a James Bond connection, and it's tenuous, but he was almost in Star Trek V, I guess. That's all right. Yeah. I'll take it. It's fine. We'll take it. It's fine. Uh, Kareem also wrote in, says, Hello, Sackers. Just finished listening to the Born Supremacy episode, and I could not resist the urge to set the record straight, although I'm sure lots of other people have also picked up on this. That car is definitely not a BMW. A little research points toward what is called a Volga Gaz. Uh, definitely a Russian car. Love the show. Kareem. So I'm going to share with you guys this okay. image because he sent it to me. Okay. okay. And um, 
it turns out he's he's right. What I was looking at, and I think I'm the one that kind of harped on it. Oh yeah, yeah. You're the front end. I wasn't sure, so I didn't call you out on it. So yeah, I yeah. Said, I think it, it was like me. BMW, but that, that front yeah. end looks like the grill that all beamers mm-hmm. have. Oh, dude, mm-hmm. you know the it Russians, man. Yeah, you know the Russians. It's like, uh, can we import that? <laughs> nah, they've got a you know there's sanctions <laughs> against us. It's just we'll a yellow version of the car right next to it. Yeah, it is. It is. You're right. It's identical, isn't it? It's even got the little scoop and everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it ain't yeller. That's maybe fu- the that's maybe the Gaz Volga is like a really common car in Moscow. You see them is. everywhere. Probably in Soviet Russia, Gaz Volga drives you. Ooh. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you for the clarification. Um, and also, why is my screen being weird? There we go. Uh, thank you, Kareem. Thank you, Darren. If you guys uh, would like to send emails in like these two chuckleheads, you can do it. Filmsack at gmail dot com. A uh, quick reminder, find folks over at patreon.com slash filmsack. Make this show possible. If you've not joined up yet, now's the time. Hop on over there and get all the great benefits monthly and weekly by being a patron of Filmsack. Filmsack.com for details or straight over to patreon.com slash filmsack. Our next movie is U.S. Marshals. We haven't done Imagine this in a while. That. Yeah, we haven't what? done this. We haven't done That's this in a long time. That's the sequel to this movie. Yeah. Weird. Doing this, we're doing this film, uh, podcast for like 13 years now, and we have very rarely done a double feature, like watched two movies back to back. Like we usually put some space in between them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In this case, we're never going to get U.S. Marshals if we don't do it right now. Yeah. It, yeah. it is constantly expiring from streaming every time we look yeah and including right now it's on netflix when you go to netflix it's going to tell you hurry up and watch me i'm about to expire yeah it even told me after i finished it it said this is on a clock if you want to see it again like Uh, joey penson directed my viewing of it said hey this movie's about to expire you better finish it (laughs) (laughs) that's even better so yeah get uh, get in there and get that watch because i think it's the 31st where it leaves and uh, there's that means there's time for our episode but Yep. Uh, make sure you it's get it just, in. I have 18 days from the time we record this, which I guess is actually less time because yeah. it'll go out next week. Yeah. The, <laughs> good, the point. Only, good point. The only other movies I've been tracking consistently for years now that I want us to watch back to back are Daredevil and Elektra, mm-hmm. the the 20 yeah. year old movies. I like that idea a lot. That, don't they have a lot in common? Because in some ways, there's. So I don't think, I don't think U.S. Marshals is a sequel, I think it's a spinoff. And I think that Electra is also a spinoff. Um, right, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I'm saying I'm saying that we I don't I don't really want to sack a part one and part two back to back in in weeks like yeah. that. Just uh, it's it's tiresome. Yeah. <laughs> U.S. Marshals is a sequel, by the way. It's not. Yeah, it's it's not. It's a I think that's a really good discussion point next week because we'll I see. We'll see. I think we'll see. I've been I was I would have agreed with you guys, but now I'm leaning towards Scott's point of view. Yeah, spinoff. Yeah, why spin-off. next week? Yeah, next week you'll find out why exactly. Right, next week, Ibbit sucks up to Scott on film. Oh. <laughs> they, they literally talk about. Okay, wait. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It's still a spinoff. All right, we'll talk about yeah, it next yeah, week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna have a Tune great discussion next week when Brian says, eh. "Yeah, where he goes." Eh. <laughs> filmsack.com is the website. Patreon.com/slash/filmsack once again, and filmsack at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at filmsack. And uh, while you're at it, if you're out there checking out our show wherever you get it, uh, Pocket Cast or iTunes or, or I guess it's Apple Podcasts now, Google Play, wherever it is, leave us reviews. It helps us a lot. That's gonna do it for us, for me, for Brian, for Brian, and for Randy. Oh, you mean happy and handsome? Yeah. <laughs> we'll see you next time. <laughs> this show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Yes. Get more at frogpants.com. 
Back in the internet, boy. <laughs> <laughs>